Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode is brought to you by Harry Shavers. And this episode is brought to you by Movement Watches. We're mixing it up. Then I, I'm doing the riff this week. He does the intro and I'm doing the riff. I like the riff. <laughs> Thanks. How many are you, you going to... Oh, gonna, no, that's it. The big old punchline of the riff? Oh, uh, hey. It's harder than it looks to be the riff guy. Right? <laughs> I don't like it. But I, it's also harder than you'd think to be the keep the show on track guy. Well, yeah, that's The true. rare times I've done it, I'm like... Oh no, there's a, there's a dude here and he's trying to throw me off all the time and I like it. It's unpleasant. Uh. Red hot comic book movie news, shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet. Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always is my co-host Nick Mason. It's great to be here on this Award-winning podcast. Why do you say so, Mason? We won an award. We won the potties. They can never take it away from us. Is that what it's called, the potties? I don't know. I, the Logies potties. For those people who don't know, the television awards in Australia are called the Logies. So Which I... sounds like something that comes out of your throat or nose. <laughs> and sometimes it is. Yep. <laughs> no, the Goober all... Awards. <laughs> but, uh, no, and so... The yeah, Flemmies. We won the most popular Australian... Podcast, and we won it because people who listen to the podcast yes, voted for us, which is crazy. And neither of us wanted to go, <laughs> so <laughs> we did it. Look, I, there's a um, there's a, a American comedian called Todd Barry. He's very sure. funny, and he he had a joke many years ago where he was talk, he talked about punk bands yeah. and like how they're always poor and like they're successful but they're poor. Yeah. And like the, the a punk band wins a Grammy award and their manager comes up to accept the award and they're like the band would be here but they couldn't get the night off from the video store. <laughs> and as Claire was accepting. The award for most uh, popular podcast. I was seeing it happen from my car at work, where I was until two a.m. And I was editing at home in my underwear. Nice. No, and that's not true. I was wearing pants also. I no, should good clarify. for you. Yeah, yeah. But no, Claire did, Claire did a better speech than either of us could have Absolutely, done. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was honestly. It's just. I've said this multiple times. I care so little for awards. It, it's. But again, that is something that a person says. 
before they win an award. That's true. And then they're like, actually, I care a lot. Yeah. And but what is great is that we really appreciate that people because it's it's a vote. It was we were voted to win. Yes. It wasn't you know some panel of people we don't know. It was the people who listen to this show who voted for us, which yeah. is just. Really cool. Mm. So we so really people who know it. us well. Yeah. So it's a good thing they voted in favor of us, <laughs> absolutely, and not in favor of everyone else. Because there's some there's some really good and very popular podcasts in that yeah. lineup. So it was just that it was. I had I accidentally sent a Claire a text because I I just turned on the live stream. I didn't realize there was one. Twenty five people were watching. Twenty four <laughs> if nice. you don't count me. But uh, I had the text ready to go. Oh, we didn't win or whatever. I had some little joke and I sent it and then we won. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it was that's, really that's quite surprising. That's pretty great. But luckily, Mason... Oh, I was going to say that uh, also thanks to Claire, uh, she met on the night uh, legendary Australian comedian Tony Martin. He and- is spectacular as a human being. I'm such a big Tony Martin fan. And if you yeah. go to her Instagram, which I think is Claire Tonti or one word, mm. uh, you can see him say our famous catchphrase, grab that jam. Yes. Uh Apropos of nothing, he has no, he's never met us before. He doesn't know who we are. Such enthusiasm. Yeah. But what anyway, a- in celebration of winning the, 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 the award, uh, we've decided this is our new award-winning tradition. Yes. Anytime we win an award, so hopefully never again, we're going to celebrate with a hot, piping hot glass of Bovril. Yes. Which we spoke about at length last week. It's some sort of yeast and meat-based paste that you put into hot water and you drink it. Yep, that's right. So, and it says, it says on the back here... Um, simply add hot water, we got that, good. to one good teaspoonful of bovril and stir. Good. All right, we do that this. That sounds promising. All right, let's 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 take a break. Let's take... fire it up. The bovril boys are taking a the, break. The bovvy boys. <laughs> okay. Okay, you got it here. We're ready. James, can you hear this? Mm. Oh, ready I for can this? hear it. Can you hear it? James, yeah. you're in the bovril place now. <laughs> Whoa! I don't know if I like it. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we bloody Time go. for a bit of a sippy sip. Is this the most self-indulgent thing we've done? No, this is this is. How it's, the is time this? I, it's the time. It's I not like eating a piece of chocolate cake. It's it's let's let's have a drink that we'll probably hate. It's it's like the time I ordered. It's not as bad as the time I ordered waffles, is it? No. Okay. It's not as bad as that. <laughs> but I mean, collectively, it's the worst thing we've done. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, ready. It's like Vegemite and beef stock. A little bit, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not. It's it's neither. <laughs> it's not horrible. Yeah. But it's nothing. It's well, my, my feel, yeah, I guess this was my worst. This is the worst outcome because either it's like we neither of us immediately vomited. <laughs> but at the same time, I was kind of hoping it'd be like drinking a glass of like very thin gravy, mm. which is maybe what in my heart of hearts I just want to do. Yeah. It's just drink a glass of hot gravy. And we'll do that next time we win. Okay, cool. <laughs> next time we win best podcast. Glass of gravy. Yeah, I'm not. All right. You're not going to drink the rest of that, are you? No, it's, you got, it's, you got it's that a, look. It's very Vegemite. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but a lot of people have said to us on Twitter that it's way better on tw- toast, mm. including Will from Will's War. That's I'm right. A big yeah, fan of, mm-hmm. but uh, which I think I might actually try. All right, but as that. a beverage, but you can't though. No, because I'm off your bread, toasted bread, and sugar and carbs and dairy and alcohol. You could have it on um, a wheat thin. I could. Oh, no, you're, no, you can't have wheat. I can't have wheat. You could have it on a rice thin. I could have. I can't. No, I don't think I'm eating rice either. You could wash the salt off the rice thin. Okay. And then put bovril on it. I can have it. salt. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, someone's living like a king. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we should we should All right, you know, go, I'm going to continue to drink this over okay, the course of the Okay, I'm going to drink water okay, forever. Great. All because, right, good. Yeah. Ugh, okay. Anyway, well, segment over. Thanks again, everybody. The victory though. segment is over. Boy, is it. Mm. Okay. Oh, man. It's so exciting that we got a, a, our first look at 
the the Robin Hood trailer for the the first footage. Are you saying that sarcastically? Look, it's not. I've been well against this movie yes. from day one. Yes, and it's not a good trailer, or it doesn't look good. But like a Bovril, yep. it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, and you know, I looked at it and I'm kind of jazzed about it just because it seems so dumb. And it also seems exactly like Batman. If you like, <laughs> let me tell you this, it's a lot like Batman. And if you if you like any bit in the Aven- in an Avengers movie mm. where Hawkeye leaps off maybe like a tall building or like off the top of a car and turns around in the air and shoots two arrows <laughs> at two different people... You are going to love this movie because that looks like this movie is entirely composed of that shot yes. over and over and over again. And there's bits where because he's a, he's a highfalutin Lord Fauntleroy type, yes. type like he's he's Bruce Wayneing it. You know, he's he's, yeah, putting yeah. That, he's like, well, would anybody dress up and shoot arrows at people? That seems like a common thug. I'll thing. offer a thousand pieces of silver for the, for the next first man who can catch him. That's, ve- <laughs> that's it's very Bruce Wayne, and it's also very when Ridley Scott was doing the last Robin Hood movie, which was Robin Hood Origins with fifty year old Russell Crowe. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, the original idea for that was that he was also the sheriff of Nottingham and Robin Hood. Yeah, right. So it seems like there might be elements of that here. Mm. It doesn't look good. Don't get me wrong. No. Yeah. Jamie Foxx out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's got a, also it's got a bit of Prince of Thieves about it as well. Because he's a. I see. I don't know enough about the origin of Robin Hood. Sure, but he was probably just. You know what? He was probably just a real bad bloke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean the if the there's real a real one. Robin Hood? Yeah. Is there a real one? There's someone. It's a few people. I oh, think I it's see. mostly because I on I get in this. He was in the crusade. He was a soldier in the Crusades, mm. and then he was taught by Jamie Fox yeah. to be a Robin Hood. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm fairly confident in the original Robin Hood stories. Everybody just knows he's Robin Hood. Yes, and I he's not. So, there's yeah. no. There's no. There's no secret origin. There's no. Oh, hello. Ah! Hi, everybody. Claire's here. I'm doing a <laughs> wow, we we are not. Claire, we've already had our celebration of Bovril. We drank this Bovril. Well, no. Oh well, you can't. It's fifty-fifty. That's that's why it smells like weird. Also, James, can you clear that song? I don't think you can legally. No, I probably, probably... can't. <laughs> Hopefully it's low enough. No, it's fine. If we, eva- if we evaluate it in terms of review, we're yeah. allowed to use about that amount of time. It's that song sucks. Song. Oh. No, Ooh, that's all right. Controversial. Differences of opinion are important. So, For those who couldn't hear, it was Celebrate wow. Good Time, and Claire's got us three balloons. Superman. Superman, Batman, and one says, Happy Podcast Awards somehow. Yeah. We don't know how you got that one. Wow. Oh, there is two. Thanks, Claire. I've got one for Party Boy Mason. Wow. One for James Clements. I don't have a name. I don't get... One for Party Boy Nick Mason. And one for the host of the podcast, James. (laughs) One for Sad Dad. I'll take Superman. I'll take Superman one, obviously. I mean, it's New 52 Superman, but I'll take it. All right, jeez. Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah. That went no. perfectly. I loved it. Claire, it's hard to top Bovril, but you've done yeah. it somehow. Yeah. Why, are you eating, why are you drinking stinky meat? People made us do it. I either of you. Yeah. I, I mean, you've gone well out of your way, Claire. I really it looks have. like you're planned Where for a Where did you hide birthday. those, Claire? I hid them in the garage. Because I went through every room in this house when I got here, <laughs> and I couldn't find them. He does, he does his balloon hunt every week. Yeah. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> thank you, Greg. Congratulations on the award, guys. And thank you for going so we didn't have to. For a second, that knock was very threatening. That's what I thought. I'm like, yeah. is this the cops? Is it was like an a, angry neighbor. If you want, if you want to knock and surprise somebody, the knock is dun 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 dun. Not- it's not. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Open up. There's a warrant. <laughs>
something bad was going to happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, but how do they get? How do they get through the front door to here? <laughs> Good question. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, Robin Hood yes. looks shit. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see it. Also, the poster. It's been pointed out to me if you've seen the poster. Oh, the stitched hoodie. The, the, no, the, well, that. But also the poster. It's Taron Egerton in a forest. Yeah. But the forest is of like. Arrows like giant arrows oh, that are shot into the ground, but it makes it look like he's a teeny tiny man in a wheat field. Because <laughs> if you can picture wheat, yeah, it's got the, the, it's got the, it's got the fins at the top. Let me check. I'm getting Robin Hood for all the other Robin Hoods, nice. Mason. Everything from Prince and Thieves to that one with Sean Connery in it. What is? It? I've come to realize that Barvel's bad. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. interesting, Mason, that you yeah. would say that. Yeah, it does make him look tiny. Yeah, right. Weird, and it also looks like. The Inception or Batman Begins yeah. poster. It also looks like an Ant-Man versus Hawkeye movie. Yes, which I would watch. Like. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this won't do well. No. And why? Good question. Next thing. Yes. Uh, this might do well. It's tracking really well. Uh, there's some, a whole lot of new clips and TV spots for the new Solo, a Star Wars Solo yeah, story. Right. It's Han Solo, but he's young. What's he mm-hmm. up to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smuggling. Smuggling. Mm-hmm. Smuggling and drug running. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we got some clips. We got a clip of him flying the Millennium Falcon yes. with, uh, with Chewbacca, uh-huh. which is a fun little clip. Yeah, I thought uh, there's a three sixty. 360- Does Chewbacca have a beard in that? I think he's just it's all he's all bearded. Yeah, he? I know, but it looks like he's been given a fake beard. Do you mean like a fake wife? <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Yes. What's his wife's name again? Marla. Pimply or ugly or something or swarthy. No, Slimy. Called, his son's called Lumpy. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Slimy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca and his wife Slimy. Mm. Her name's like his name, son's name's like Lumpur or Waru or something. Okay. Because it looks like he's got a fake beard and I feel maybe his character arc is, because he's 190 years old. Sure. Maybe his character arc is at the end of the movie, he doesn't want to seem as old, so he, ah. so he trims the beard off. Okay, so Han Solo gets the chin scar. Yes. He gets his beard lasered, laser whipped off. Or yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it happens at the same time. It happens in a barroom brawl. Yes. No, wait. A barbaroom brawl. Oh, very good. Mm. What I, th- I thought the music was a bit... And this might not be the music for the final film. Mm-hmm. It's a mashup of previous Star Wars themes. Yes. And it seems a bit like you don't have to Remember use this. all Remember the Star this, Wars themes. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's got the main theme and also the Millennium Falcon to the asteroid chase theme and they kind of mash it together. Uh-huh. I think it's probably a bit much, but it's also, it's not John, John Goodman, I was going to say. John <laughs> Woo- Williams. John Woo? John Woo. John Williamson. Uh, uh, John, is it Williamson, is it? No, that's the Australian musician guy. Yeah. John Williams, the, 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 the music man. <laughs> yes. He's only doing the solo theme song and another guy's doing the rest of it. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to I think go. it would be odd to have in the origin of Han Solo, mm. the Han Solo through the asteroid field music. But then it's the origin of the music. But I think he needs to, earn, they need to earn it. Yeah. So I don't think, maybe you could have some, maybe this is a pre, maybe this, it's like a proto version of that. Like it's a simpler version yeah. of the theme or didn't something. It seem like that. It no, but I mean, like I, the well, theme. I meant more that they'll cut this out yes, and they'll yeah. put like a simpler version yeah. or something that's more youthful. Yeah, right. Like a dubstepy version of it. Like maracas. Maracas, perhaps the yeah. most, youth, most youthful instrument of them all. It's true. You have to be young to shake those maracas. You know it. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch those of other stuff. Those hips don't lie. They don't. Mm. There's a bunch of other stuff. There's a 360 view of the Sabak game between Lando and Han. Okay. And it seems like they're showing it up to the point where Lando loses the Falcon. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if they if that's a misdirect and they're going to do another card game. Cause, or otherwise, are they just going to show it because people know what happens? 
Yeah, right. Yeah. But, you know, mm. Donald Glover again on point, killing it. Oh, for sure. And uh, in general, oh, there's also the Falcon There's Falcon the tour. D- Donald Glover uh, gives us a guided tour around the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. He says Falcon, yeah. which is what we say, yeah. whereas everybody else seems to say Falcon. Falcon. Mm. But he's right, it's Falcon. Yeah, he is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's also, did you so see? It's so fresh. It looks nice. There's a sweet clip if you go to Ireland's Twitter. It's a GIF where it's on top of the train. That's Woody Harrelson. And it's one shot where he's shooting at somebody. And then the camera spins around as he lifts up the top, the door on top of the train. Mm-hmm. And then he ducks behind it. It's this one shot. Oh, and okay, it looks cool. Spectacular. Do you think it's a real one shot? Or do you it think looks it's like a, a real I mean, it's in a, it's a CGI background but it looks like one camera movement. okay right yeah okay. no and there's also there's also like a bunch of tv spots and one of them he's playing uh Dejeric, you know the the hollow chest with chewbacca oh yes uh-huh and chewbacca tries to like sweep them off the board and he's like they're holograms you can't sweep them off the <laughs> this looks but it, you can't threaten everyone around yeah the you can board, tear obviously. the arms off your enemies mm-hmm. this looks pretty fun yeah i don't think sure. it's gonna be like, I think it's mostly going to be pointless. Yes. But I think this, this actually is shaping up. It could be something fun. What do you think? We've said that before, though, certainly, about oh, yeah. many things. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, why... Ron go... Howard's having fun. Yeah, let's go into it with an open mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like um, Alden Ehrenreich. I like Amelia Clark. Yep. I like Chewbacca. Do you like his beard? Well, that remains to be seen. If I ima- maybe, if, maybe I just so desperately want him to have a beard that I've imagined it. Yeah, that's very Like possible. Donald Glover. Like Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. That's a winning combination. Boy, is it. Mm-hmm. But no, we'll find out in like three weeks it's out. Cool. 25th or something like that. Nice. So let's bloody do that when it happens. Okay, Mason, on the back of the new uh, DC digital service that's been announced, I'm presuming some kind of streaming <laughs> service that I literally just found out about. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, it's called DC Universe. Great. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Notice how they named it straight away, unlike the DCEU, which remains unnamed. unnamed. It's still unofficial, the DCEU. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the first thing, the first project they've announced is a live-action Swamp Thing. Uh, which what is if gonna... they called it the DC Extreme Universe? Oh They're like... They've already got that. Did I they... mean the new one. Like the, the... No, I mean the movie one. If yeah, they like, should call it that. Oh, the, no, we've, we've decided on a name. It's the DC Extreme yeah, Universe. but it should be DCX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, James Wan's going to be producing and show-running, I think, sh- uh, Swamp Thing, a TV oh, series. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's which, cool. Uh, which is cool. Uh, Mark Verheiden, he's worked on Battlestar Galactica and Daredevil, and Gary Duberman, he's uh, a writer on It. They're going to, oh, sorry, they're going to co write the series and act as showrunners. But I think James Wan must be just producing it because he likes weird creatures. And oh, for sure, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Like Vin Diesel. Like Vin Diesel. That egg in a vest. Mm. But no, I think that's, I, I wonder whether this streaming surface is going to be a separate universe again to the Flarrowverse and, and the movie universe. You know? Yeah. Well, oh, that's what go? I was going to... Massive shades of arrow also in, in Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. So, but that's because of all the arrows, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. The arrows. Yeah, yeah. And the hoods. And the hoods, yeah. 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 And the fact they're like, who's the hood? Who's that? Who's the hood? And he's a playboy. He's just a cool a playboy, playboy. yeah. But he's he, can, got a he can do that chin-up thing. Probably. Do the chin-up thing. But he's got the abs. But he's got the abs. He's definitely got the abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying this, this will be a separate... Do you, do I don't know. Do you but... think they will... Are they going to... Do they have the rights to put like all the Flareverse stuff on their streaming service? I wonder. I'm not sure how that works. Okay. But if I were them, yeah, I would kick off or add to the existing movie universe, yeah. and just like the same way Marvel has Marvel Television, uh-huh. why not make Swamp Thing part of this whole universe? Yeah, right. Why not try yeah. some, try something like that? Mm. But then again, 
when have they ever done anything that's been yeah, right. <laughs> so intelligent? How, how would decision. you make Swamp Thing more extreme to suit the, the more extreme DCE? I think you could just leave him as is. If you made him gross and weird yeah. and terrible and I terrifying. think like just, just gross and he's got like, he's got like, just Detroit. He's got like sewer detritus yeah. in him. He's got like old razor blades and used condoms <laughs> in him. <laughs> yeah. And also, you make him have sex with somebody like The Shape of Water. Yes. That's, that's, what you, that's how you yep, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I think in one of the runs, that's what he does as well. Because he's got the. A whole lot of, wasn't it, for the, the Frank Miller version, yes. some kind of special worm that absorbs the mind of the guy who falls into the swamp. So the swamp thing. Guy, I can't remember his real name. Alec Holland. He's not the real Alec Holland. He's maybe taken I'm, on. Oh, that version is. Oh, okay. I think there's been a few. The, the the one I'm familiar with is that in the DC universe there are four elementals. Yes. At any given and time, one's ad- Animal Man and oh no, one. Name? So there's Firestorm. Right. There's the two that nobody cares about and this Swamp Thing. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so basically, what happens? I think is that the elemental needs a human vessel to operate, so it chooses somebody, okay. and then it goes in them, and then they become the thing. And then I think their their human self mostly disappears, I think. Sure. It's a little bit vague. Yeah, I bet But it's it one of the... the Swamp Thing and Firestorm are those characters that get rebooted every yeah, that's right. five How to ten years. How many Firestorms are there? There's been Just like... in the Flowerverse. <laughs> oh, there's at least two. Yeah. 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 But uh, th- that just made me think, though, do Animal Man... Animal Man would be that good. new run of Animal Man? Oh, it's not new. It's like the new 52 run. Yeah. Mm. Really good. And it mm. also works into Swamp Thing. And yeah. It's really great. And it could be self-aware because Animal Man is... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And he is one of the few comic book characters that is aware he's a comic book character. Yes. But he exists in a universe where nobody else believes that. Correct. So... And you could just get Rob Schneider to play him. Also played an animal, animal Man in The Animal. The Animal, yeah. yeah. Mm. So what do you... You could just Terrific. work... That's a universe pre-made. You can just borrow just, that. Yeah, exactly. So he's got like a dolphin for a leg or something. I don't yeah. know whatever happens in that. He's got Michael. He's got Michael Caton on his side. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mason. It's time for an ad. Dark side's gonna destroy the world. <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> Very good. That's from the castle. Very specific reference. Very Mason. specific Australian reference there. Now, Mason, we know Movement Watchers as being a crowdfunded kids working together out of a living room, and because they thought watches were too <laughs> expensive for both men and women, and they decided also to expand their business into sunglasses and bracelets. And the reason they've done this is because it cuts out the middlemen, and they were sick of paying a lot of money for glasses and sunglasses that are too expensive. What are some of your favourite styles? First of all, congratulations on not putting any full stops in that entire sentence. You are welcome. You sounded like a uh, you sounded like a high school student who had like a public speaking thing to do, <laughs> and you you just you you had it all in your head and you just rushed. I haven't it. worked out cadences or that was a. But you know what? You got all the facts out there. I did. That was a B perform. That was a B plus performance. I'll take a B plus. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean. Your dad expected you to get an A, so... Well, he's not here, is he? No, that's right. <laughs> What's your... He's at the Bowls Club. <laughs> do you have a, a favourite design? Man, I love the Voyager, as you know. I thought it's you a would. Bit of a, bit of a, it's a bit of a, a chronograph design. What's that I one like. you got there? That's, oh, that is, this is a Voyager. Oh, that is a Voyager. This, this yeah, is yeah. the one I've, I've got up beside me. This is, the chron- this is a chronograph. This is, they have a monochrome collection. Yes. They get all the watches like they have, but they're all like totally monochrome like instead of oh, they're yes, all the, yes. so like this is it's got a grey leather band and a grey face and a grey case that and sounds a, a lot dials. like me yeah exactly yeah <laughs> grey face grey case yes grey hair got yeah it it's all. been up for it's been up for 15 hours editing a video <laughs> that's why it, that's why it looks like that 
But man, I enjoy What's these this a lot. One? What's this one? That is the, that's the chrono. That's the one I, I really think. like. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because it's mine, obviously. Yeah, I know, right? That's, yeah, yeah. That's also and I got a pair of sunglasses on the way as well. It's my favorite because this one works. I can wear it with a t-shirt and jeans. Yep. I can wear it like a sport coat. Yeah. Wear a leather jacket. I can wear a suit with this. Looks good. Is it twenty-five meters water resistant or more? Uh let's say it is. Yeah, I bet it is. I don't think the I don't think the leather band is, but I think. We don't put leather in water. Everybody no, knows like, that. Yeah. Come on, get it together. You don't put it in. Water or bovril? No, correct. I'm regret- uh, I'm going to take a sip of this, but I know I'm going to regret it. Yes, you will. Uh, movement watches start at just $95. Oh, at, it gets worse. At a department. Yeah, because it gets colder. Oh, and it clings to the inside of your mouth. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting some water. You've got water. It's on the floor. Okay, I'll keep doing this. Okay. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store when you're looking to pay 400 to 500 bucks for a watch of similar quality and or build. But Movement figured this out, obviously, by cutting out the middleman so there's no retail markup and they go straight to you with their classic designs, quality construction, and stylized that's minimalized. It is, and there's a difference between minimal and boring. Correct. And these are minimal, but they're very interesting. As somebody who has way too many watches, yes. like I reach for these most days. Whoa. Like five out, five, out of, five out of seven days, I'm like, I'll take a movement watch. Thank you very much. I bet one side of your watch rack is just gathering dust. It is a little. Casio calculator watches <laughs> exactly. just sitting there. Yep. That <laughs> no. remote control watch I had. I had one that had a Thomas face that would flip up. That I wore in the bath and ruined. Mm. I'll never forget that year, 2008. (laughs) But but, uh, yeah, also you can actually get 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash weeklyplanet. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection, which it always is. Mm -hmm. I know you, because you love going there and go, check out the new designs or whatever. That's what you're about. Yeah, I know. Watch nerd. Go to mvmt.com slash weeklyplanet. Join the movement. They have one of the new Voyager that's bronze and it's got like a sage grey bloody band. It's greenish. It's, oh, it's so good. I'm going to get it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Speaking it's of relevant. good, Mason, I'm going to dip back into this bowl. Are you really? Okay, you do it. Worse than ever. Okay, yep. <laughs> what are we doing? What <laughs> Let's try it on toast. Not now. No, there's a new Ant-Man and Wasp trailer. Yeah. came out earlier this week. Uh, spoilers for Infinity War, I guess. We're not going to go too heavy into it, but if you haven't seen it, because this movie will... Somehow loosely tie in. Yeah, just Even, skip ahead of, like yeah, two minutes. Oh, at the time, the thing's below. Yeah, nice. I'll, I'll put time codes in. But uh, where do you think this sits? Do you still think it's going to sit before the end of Infinity War? I think so. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, because and especially since we're we're getting it before Avengers Four. Yeah, it would be weird to for it to be like, well, this happened. Yeah, afterwards, this really terrible thing happened, but that now affects, we're fine. Affects everybody on Earth. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's it. So this is. I I would strongly suggest that it's it's going to ha- take place just before, maybe j- just before Infinity War, and then maybe we'll have the we'll see the aftermath of Infinity War mm. taking place at yeah maybe post credits maybe post credits yeah. Mm, yeah maybe some of his family will be affected or yeah whatever mm-hmm. uh, a few standout things for me. Uh, Big stuff. Weird yes. use of big stuff. Ah, oh, so Uses good. Uses that like a truck, like a he's, like a weird skateboard kind of yeah, scooter. Uh, I guess his giant man form is stabilized now, yeah. which is great. Uh, there's a giant salt shaker. Yes, which I love. Mm-hmm. There's a giant ant playing drums. <laughs> sure is. Is that a dream sequence? Yeah, I don't right. Know. What, what's that? Don't know. Me neither. And Michael Pena's really funny. As he's well. back. Yeah, he's confirmed he's rem- back, which yeah, is nice. R- reminding Michael Douglas that he robbed. His house, yes. which was, which was really good. Uh, no, so I thought this was. I think this is the best trailer, and it's not that I haven't been unimpressed with the other trailers, but mm-hmm. there's more stuff in this trailer that's kind of that I've been interested in. Yeah, right. Especially the Giant Man stuff that that's really got me kind of going. Woo! 
let me just, I'm just going to skim through this real quick, just to see if we missed anything. Uh, that's me falling. That was okay. good. Oh, and it's got um, it's got one of my our favorite one of our favorite uh, bit player character actors, Wally Goggles. Ah, Wally Goggles is in this. We also get um, Ant Man meeting Lawrence Fishburne's character, yes, who was formerly Goliath. Yeah, uh, who who's whose record for twenty one feet or something? something like that. Yeah, so, some some minuscule amount. Ridic. What a what a what a goose! Come on, mate. Yeah, what a goose. <sighs> Do we know who the villain is in this? Uh, that shape shifting. Oh, it's the ghost. The oh, it's the ghost. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 yeah, so that's there we cool. go. Mm. Sorry, I've just uh, it's been a while since I watched this, but yeah, no, that's fine, Mason. It's really I don't have that much else to say say about it. It's out in a few months. Does anyone? I was going to say, does anyone else have phasing powers in the Marvel universe? The Vision does, but yeah. anybody else? Uh, anybody else? Else? Thanos does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyone else? Nah. There's probably somebody else. I well, bet. I mean, in the in the comic universe, obviously, but Scarlet Witch. Could oh, Giant Soul Shaker. There we go. That's yeah, very that, good. That I like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. While you're, while you're skimming through, though, yes. uh, I did a, a, a video on stuff that was cut out of Avengers Infinity War because there's uh-huh. a bunch of stuff that didn't quite make it in and there's yep. stuff in trailers that were misdirects and I go through all that and some concept art and some actors have talked about some scenes that didn't end up going in. Uh-huh. But one of the things that just came up and I managed to squeeze this in the video in the last minute is they briefly considered, considered, considered <laughs> putting in TV characters into the film. Right, okay. So whether that be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It could even be like a Phil Coulson you know, because you could fault him in quite easily. Exactly, for sure. But they didn't do it for, you know, for, there's enough people in that movie. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, so I understand yeah. why they didn't. But mm. I just thought that was interesting that they considered that yeah, aspect sure. of it. Yeah, And that it wasn't that it wasn't completely off the table. No. It wasn't like we will never mm. combine this stuff. But now it's off the table. It oh, seems confirmed. Oh, come on. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I, know, I guess that's okay. Oh, my God. Bring him back for the next one. Well, he's back for Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's not off the table at all. Oh, this is interesting. But I mean, news. just reveal he's alive again. Yeah, fine, whatever. That'd be so good. Give him a mullet also. Yeah. Whether it be future or the past, mm, give him a mullet. Yeah. Uh, so more than 65 directors have apparently met for the Black Widow solo movie. Uh, mm. Seems like a lot, but yeah. maybe this is standard. I don't know. But that's I don't, still seems I don't like think they lot. could all direct it effectively together. You don't think so? No. As a unit? I think maybe they should just pick one of them. Mason, you've got your, so your wild ideas, and that's why you're not in Hollywood. Oh, come on. That's why you're only winner of the potties, and that's I, it. Yeah, I guess, I guess we are headed towards... There seems to be a lot of director duos these days. Sure, yeah. And that seems to be working out fine, so I guess if you really want to up the ante, if you really want to bring in those box office dollars, 65 directors. We talked about this. They're looking for two brothers. It's a scaling issue. One, Yep. then you square it, that's two, Yep. then you square it, that's 65. That's right. Yeah, it's a simple mathematical equation. Know your math. Yeah. And you'll know what to do in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? It seems like they're taking this very seriously then, this movie. Yeah. Are you excited for this movie? Yes. I think it could be good. I think it could be, a, yeah. Depending on the era it's set in and also depending who they get. But it seems like they're putting some real thought into this. I think it could be good. I think we've said this before. I think it could be good if it's not an origin because I don't God, care don't, about it. Please don't. I don't care about the origin. We've what about seen in it. the past but it's her and Bucky and whatever? But it's not an origin. It's just set in like the 90s or the 80s. Or, I don't know. She's like 28. I don't yeah, know how that, exactly, know how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but she's only heard of the Winter Soldier. They wouldn't interact, right? Well, there... we don't know that. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's she has a lot of secrets. She so has she a lot of secrets. she might have met him and he got debrainwashed for an hour. That's the tagline. She got a lot of secrets. She got a lot of secrets, but she does. Yeah. So I think you could work it in. I don't think it's implausible yeah. that they had met before. Uh huh. Yeah. There's even a line in um 
Civil War where they're fighting and he, she says to him, don't you recognize me? Which could refer to the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Or it could be any time. I guess we're, it's a little... This would be a Phase 4 movie, obviously. Yes. So. Now just give him an adventure. Yeah. I don't want him to go back and be like, well, the best days, now that the Avengers are here, yeah. why do we need to see this? I want it to be like, we need her here because the, the Avengers can't do what she can do. Let's put her in this situation. Fight someone being tied to a chair. Exactly. I'd like yeah. to see Iron Man do that. He could. I mean, he'd have to get his suit. He'd have to be wearing the suit. Yeah, or call to, his suit. He'd have, to, he'd have to call on a suit and the suit would form around him and the chair. Yes. And the chair would have like... <laughs> Gold, red and gold legs on it. Yeah. And little jets coming out of the legs of the chair. And he'd leave it because it's a great upgrade to his suit. That's right. That's, that would be and his And he'd get to sit down. Whenever he wants. There's nothing better. That, a man of that age, nothing better than having a nice sit down. Do you think it is like sitting down in that suit because it supports your weight? No. You don't think so? Because no. there wouldn't be any weight to it because it's self-propelled. Yeah, I see. Right. Yeah. No, I think it would be, be like wearing a heavy suit of armor. But it's not because if it was, he wouldn't be able to move. Like at all, yeah, it's see. got movement. I in. see what you're saying. It right, moves right. with him. Okay. Yeah. But what I what I think is because if he was standing up, the only place that would ultimately support him would be his butt. But then he'd have to sit weird, like he's sitting in a chair. Yeah, right. So he'd have, he'd have a weird kink. The suit would have a weird kink in the middle. The new one did have he's a sitting weird on his kink butt. In it. <laughs> yeah, it did actually. Maybe he's sitting on his butt in that one. Yeah, good. What are we talking about? Black Widow. My Black Widow. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like I think if you said it in the past, I need to move this bovril because I'm going to drink it. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. I put it on the floor. I put mine yeah. on the floor. Um, what a terrible! It clings to the inside of your mouth. Anyway, I'm going to uh, die with this taste yeah, in my exactly. mouth. <laughs> Anyway, but you'll die a winner, so yeah, I guess. But if you put it, if you said it in the past, then what I feel you're saying is, and again, I could be surprised. They could make a great one said in the past, but I feel like if you said it before she's met the Avengers, yeah, or around Avengers one or something like that, it would suggest to me that she's only useful in a world without the Avengers. Yeah, right. But if you said it now, you go, okay, well, there's aliens and there's time travelers and shapeshifters and scrolls and all this sort of stuff. And we still need her because she's got the set of skills we need. Exactly. Espionage. Espionage. Great. Here's some espionage, Mason. I'm ready. Some corporate espionage. Mm. Not really. Oh. But Hasbro has purchased purchased the Power Rangers license for $522 million. From Haim Saban. Correct. Uh, from the Haim Saban Power Rangers movie. <laughs> remember? Yeah, only Haim Saban's Power Rangers, I remember. Uh, that also includes a bunch of stuff like My Pet Monster, Popple's... Julius oh, Popples. Remember them? No. It, was a, it was a soccer ball, but it turned into a little elf creature. Oh, okay. Uh, Julius, I understand the concept, but I don't good. remember them. Julius Jr. Lu- oh, Julius Jr.? Yeah, Luna, Luna Petunia. No. That's hard to say. And Treehouse Detectives. No. Uh, one, I know My Pet Monster. I have vague memories, oh, yeah, I remember, memories yeah. of it. And uh-huh. I think I remember Popples, but it might not be that. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think about this? Just so that Saban have given up on their dreams of... Having a Power Rangers shared universe already? That's interesting because they... I mean, obviously, the Power Rangers are sort of cobbled together from an assortment of, I guess... Stolen ideas. Stolen <laughs> ideas and, like, old footage from, yeah. you know, Asian superhero TV shows and stuff like that. Sure. It's all sort of been smooshed together to create this new thing. But they did create it from the ground up, in yeah, a right. sense. Like, they put they, they were the ones who put it all together, and now they're, they're, they're chucking it. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. Okay, yeah. I don't disagree with you, Mason. So, because it's a Hasbro uh, purchase now, it's a Hasbro property, Yeah. what does that mean? They, they might uh, well, Transformers? Hasbro's Transformers and G.I. Joe and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Or maybe they'll just bin it. 
Mm. I mean, there's money in Power Rangers because it's not like they've stopped making that TV series. That's true. There's just been multiple incarnations and maybe they'll go at a, a gritty future James Van Der Beek reboot like that short film that, that everybody That would be good. Loved. Yeah. Actually but I, good. I understand why Do you they... think they'd do a sequel to the previous movie? No. Okay. I, well, maybe. But no. It'd have to be a lot better. Yeah. yeah. It'd have to be. It'd have to not be instantly yeah. forgettable. I understand it'd what... Have to, it'd have to have a moment in it that is more memorable than the time they all go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> the time that Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa goes to Krispy Kreme and spends a lot of time in Krispy Kreme. Do you want pin art Brian Cranston face on the wall? Yes. Remember he was also a blue alien or something? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was good. He was trapped in a wall. Yeah, I understand why they didn't go the gritty reboot because remember they made that fan film. Or, uh, it's not that wasn't connected. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I understand why they didn't do that. Mm. But na- maybe now you do that because a lot of the Power Rangers fans are like our age. Yeah, for sure. You know, they don't mm-hmm. like the, the appeal for twenty one, twenty one and up, mm-hmm. like to twenty five ish. Yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so or, or a different age. Yeah, a different age potentially. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is the time to do that. You know. Because if you just did teenagers again and they, what are their powers and... Oh, we don't know if we're ready for, yeah. for this power. Oh, things are changing. So it's like, it's a metaphor probably. Uh, probably was a metaphor. Let's go to Krispy Kreme. A, and also the designs of the Zords were no good. Mm. I don't remember them like distinctly, any of them looking no. like anything. The costumes were also fine. Yep. I mean, I, do, I, I like them, I think, more than the original Power Rangers costumes, but at the same yeah, time... Yeah, but that was a TV show. So, yeah, right, exactly. It was just a spandex and a helmet. Yes. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Minute. Uh, but uh, also, I believe that The Rock may also be coming back for another G.I. Joe movie. I think he might what? be back for G.I. Joe 3. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess then you could work it into... If you're going to work it into Transformers... Yeah. Yeah, I understand. You can I have, would love a Transformers-G.I. Joe crossover. It could be Wahlberg and The Rock back together. Oh, Pain and gain style. Maybe they can kidnap and torture somebody else. Yeah. But I mean, I, that being said, though, like, I would love to see a live action original Transformers and original, like, comic book Transformers and comic book G.I. Joe on right. the big screen. I, agree. I don't know if I particularly want Michael Bay Transformers meeting t- movie G.I. Joe. No, I, like, I agree. They don't, the, and I also think, like, movie G.I. Joe doesn't really have enough personality to carry that no they don't look particularly different a lot of them except mm-hmm. for like snake eyes two probably more so but it was that movie was just like and bruce willis is is a gi joe okay yeah he's just right. a dad in a t-shirt yeah like, for what sure. is, yeah exactly. what is that yeah what does you that mean gi joe works if all the characters are like super distinctive and, and the crazy and, and crazy and weird. And stuff yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. If half of them and in these, I, I watched the first one and I quite it was enjoyable for. What I watched it, was. it on a plane coming back it from was Africa. Fun for what it was, I hadn't yeah. seen a movie in six months. You loved I, it. I really enjoyed it. It's your favorite movie of all time. It's now. my favorite movie. So half the characters in that movie are just people in various assortments of camo. Yeah, like different like. Half of them are wearing urban camo, and then some are wearing jungle camo, and some are wearing desert camo. But they're all on the same yeah, mission. Right. It's weird, but like half of them are just dudes in camo. Yeah, you want you want Storm Shadow, you want Snake Eyes, yeah. and th- and those are the only ones from the movies that are distinct. Yes, but everybody else is just like generic, and they're even like even Cobra Commander in the first one. Even when he turned into Cobra Commander, he didn't even he didn't look like him. Yeah, right. Destro became Destro at the last minute and got a yeah. metal face, and then yes. who cares? Uh-huh. But they then they Cobra commanded him in the second one more. But it's still not a good 
they'd lean into it more, but it's not not yeah. enough. Just make have it if you're gonna if they're gonna make another one, don't just <laughs> don't. Okay, so it says here Paramount wants The Rock to return for GI Joe Ever Vigilant, which I think is a good name. Yeah, it's probably a bit complicated. Mm. Mm. But what uh, about GI Joe Vigilant? Yeah, maybe. I, think, I mean, that's not a better name, <laughs> but I think it's simpler. Yeah. What about GI Joe Red Lasers versus Blue Lasers? Oh, then you'd know. Mm, then you'd know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just, it, but, but that's the thing, and they just had generic guys, and they gave them power suits. If I recall, yeah, the that was the first one. That's yeah. not GI Joe. No, that's, that's guys in power suits. That's guys yeah. in power suits. Give them weird. Give give one guy like a like a fire retardant suit and a flamethrower, and give one guy like. He's covered in rockets for some reason. That's that's a that's a GI Joe character. One of them's just Australian, and that's his thing. Yeah, Digger. That's it, Digger. We had Digger. <laughs> he was the Australian GI Joe. Boy, was he? Yeah, yeah. Mason Stallone has come out of the woodworks. <laughs> yes, he's had. He's got a fre- his fresh facelift. Like he's a termite. Good. Like a termite. Like a termite with his skin Ready to stretched collapse over the his entertainment head. industry around. It's like an old house. That's right. <laughs> Like an old bombed out derelict building. Apparently, <laughs> wham. Anyway, apparently he's uh he's, he's interested in doing Rambo Five. Okay, with him as the director, and in it, Rambo's going to be fighting the Mexican cartel. Uh, when when what the was he do- last last time Myanmar, he was in Burma. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. But don't go down river, Mason. Mm. Not unless you want to get macheted in the head or something. Chop a, <laughs> chop a guy's head off with a Bowie knife. <laughs> Unless you want to walk into this layer, just just this relentless layer of bullets, and I'll just just oh, I remember that last scene in that <laughs> you last remember movie. It. That bit is wild. <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah. He kills like sixty people. Yeah, and he gets winged in the shoulder, and then he guts and beheads the main guy yeah. who's a, also a pedophile. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember? Mm. There's a lot going on in that film. Yeah, it's also the only one I've seen. Would you watch it again? Probably. Yeah. Not. Well, if they make this, I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. Okay, so basically, here's, here's the synopsis. Mm-hmm. When the daughter of one of his friends is kidnapped, of course. Because uh, he doesn't Ra- have any kids. No, oh, Rambo, no. who has been working on a ranch, crosses the US-Mexican border and quickly finds himself up against the full might of one of Mexico's most violent cartels. Ooh, there you go. Who, okay. So Rambo hasn't killed a bunch of Mexicans yet, has he? I think so, no. So this is a great opportunity no, for him. Yeah. yeah. How do you think this would really go in real life? Stallone. Fighting a cartel. Oh, dead and, and, and one minute. 78, or it's probably not that old. Have you seen that bit in Breaking Bad where the, the, the guy gets his head cut off and put on a turtle? <laughs> Isn't that Danny Trejo? Yeah, I think it might be. And then yeah. the turtle then the turtle wanders up to the authorities and the turtle has a bomb in it and the turtle explodes. Yeah. And it beats the hair. Well, it's a whole I, thing. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that Stallone would um, step over the border and trip and fall and break his neck. <laughs> and then he'd be dead. So it wouldn't even get to that point. He'd trip on a like a little no, like a, have, it's, it's his big platform shoes that he wears. Yeah, he'd trip, when he he'd trip in a little pothole and then he'd break his neck. Mm. No, I'd watch this. Yeah, sure. The eighties are back again. Mm. Even though I feel like they've already came back, but they're back again. Yeah, again. for sure. Yeah. Well, we've run out. Well, that's the thing. We've run out of nostalgia. Correct. We we there for a while there. It was like, hey, it's the seventies and we're talking. We we love the fifties now. Oh, yeah. it's the eighties. We love the sixties kind of thing. And then it got to a point where it's like. It's 1995. We love the 80s again, and then it, like the, the 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 nostalgia window cycle keeps shrinking. Boy, so I does think it. in any given year, at a certain point, we'll be like, we love the 70s in January, and with the the 80s in February, and the 90s in March. You're not wrong, mm. man. When's the fade gonna go away? Which one? The one at the moment. You have to get short the, like on the, the 1910s. The the. I just think it's 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 a hard haircut to maintain. 
Oh, That's absolutely. What I'm saying. You know what well, I mean? then it's going to stick around for a while because Great. it costs money. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I'll watch this. Uh, last bit of news. Oh, I just want to quickly talk about this because it leads into our topic for this week. Uh, the Cobra Kai TV series, the sequel to The Karate Kid, one, two, three, and four, not the reboot, but it continues the journey of Ralph Macchio and uh, Blondie McGee. Blondie McBally. Mr. Bad Guy. Yeah. Bad Guy Cobra Kai. Uh, I've watched like six. Okay, like, so I haven't watched any yet. I ran out of yeah. time. It's YouTube. It's on, if you can get YouTube read for free for like two weeks or and a month. And the first two episodes are free, I think, anyway. Yes, they are, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, Should I get YouTube read for this? You can cancel it. So okay. yes, it's very simple, basic, 80s, good guy, bad guy. There's more of a twist because they're both 50, so it's kind of sad. But is it's it, also... But is it funny? Yeah, it, it's funny. Oh, it's not... Okay, actually, I guess my question is, is it funny or is it, does it have the same vibe as the, as the movies yes, from the 80s? Yes, it does. So it, deliberately or is it just no, a case of it's Because yeah. movies from the 80s, I feel, were a lot simpler. Yeah. Do you think this is a deliberate stylistic choice to make it simple yes. and in the style? Yes. So it's not just this story is kind of dumb and simple. No, I mean, yeah, but it's a bit of both. But in okay. a, there's a charm to it. Okay. I think it was the perfect amount of time to wait. Yep. I think both of the actors are... I think the um, Johnny is a better actor than Ralph Macchio. Mar- so Macchio's in this a lot. He's in a lot, yeah. But it's probably more of Johnny's story, I would say, if you had to lean either way. Mm-hmm. But it's also... like it, There's a lot of callbacks to the original. They've taken some extra footage from the movies and, and put them in and stuff like okay. that. From the from the fight. Like, you really see Johnny get kicked in the face. Uh-huh. And he even calls out Daniel LaRusso. That's like, you know, that's an illegal kick. You can't kick someone in the face in a karate tournament. Yeah, right. You shouldn't have won. You know, so uh-huh. there's... Which is true, I'd, I'd imagine. But it's uh, it's it's just simple, straightforward. And I watch a lot of shows that are like The Handmaid's Tale. It's just harrowing nightmare of people getting raped and murdered. Yeah, and it's right. just nice to flick something on and go, this is just a bit of a fun throwback kind of thing. So it is fun. Yeah. You were saying it was sad earlier. There's sad... What do you mean, like, sad as in... Does it... it see, that's the thing. Like, in, in watching the trailers for this, it looked like a... A funny or die sketch that's sure, gone too yeah. far, yep. or be like an episode of Scrubs. Where do you does it does it fit in any any does it feel at any point like either of those? Uh, not overly, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not shot particularly like cinematically or anything like yeah, that. Right, you know what uh-huh. I mean, it feels like a TV show, I guess. But uh-huh. Yeah, sure. It's uh, look, I think it's I think it's good for what it is. Cool. Yeah, and it's better than probably. Karate Kid Three, where he learns evil karate. Yeah. But before, is it better than that NES game we played? Oh god, the Karate yes. Kid trilogy game. Everything's better than that in the world, Mason. Mm-hmm. God, everybody should check that out if they haven't. <laughs> if you want to see the worst thing in the world. But I thought this would be a good lead into classic '80s action films that we could talk about. Oh, let's talk about it uh, because probably not everybody's seen this, but everybody's seen at least one '80s action film. You, well, we'll put, I would hope so. We put the call out there on Twitter. We put it out there on the Great many Mates people page. Haven't though. I feel like there's there'd be a there'd be a, a generation of listeners that we have that maybe haven't seen any of them. That's very possible. Because there's so much stuff. There's just so many action movies to watch and superhero movies. There's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Maybe you haven't gone back to any of these movies because in a way they all look really dumb. Well, maybe the maybe the idea is not at the end we have a we make a decision in terms of what's the essential ones or top okay three yeah all right could, top let's go with right. top maybe a top three yeah yeah that's right. enough that's right. not an overwhelming amount well, i think we should also if we go through a few of these maybe we could talk about the reboots or if yeah. they haven't had a reboot should they get a reboot or a sequel or okay what should they get all right well all a lot right. of these do but yes yeah well 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before that, Mason, I need to talk about Harry's razors. Oh, I love right. the closeness of the shave. I love the smooth. I love it more than you. Oh, I love the but smooth continue. and comfortable glide. I love it more than you. I love the right weight of the razor handle. I love it more than you. I love sniffing butts at the bus stop. Are we still in the ad? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> continue. <laughs> I love the scent of the shave gel. Me too. Great. But not more than me. No, these equal amount. <laughs> okay, good. The thing about Harry's is, Mason, yes. they were fed up again with paying overpriced raises. Everybody's fed up with paying overpriced everything. Have you yeah, I know, right? Well, th- things cost a lot of money they these days. They certainly do. Not when you cut out the middleman and they go straight to your door, Mason. They're made of sharp and durable steel that lasts. Whooshing! That's right, which is the truth. And that's why they bought a factory in Germany to make some of the highest quality blades in the world. Whooshing! Whooshing! What's got a special offer? You, you know, because switching to Harry's razors, it says here it's a simple decision. They know that switching razors isn't an easy decision. Sorry, it's not a simple decision. Oh well, all right. So, but so so in well, order. Well, if you to, didn't know about Harry's razors, it might have been a difficult decision. But that's with true. Harry's razors on the table, do not spill that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, just, s- you just you t- just flipping over that jar of Bovril. Like it's not going to ruin this room very, if you drop that. It's very, it's very tight, tightly. <laughs> the lid's on. It's all right. So they've created a trial offer, which you can get if you go to harrys.com slash weeklyplanet. 
Uh, again, and it works out to be something like $2 a blade compared to 4 if you're buying from a store. Yeah, right. And it's quality guaranteed. If you don't love a shave, Harry's uh, let them know within 30 days and they'll give you a full refund. So with the, with the trial offer, you get $13 worth of value, which includes a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, mm-hmm. which we both love equally, and a travel, ba- travel blade cover, which is way more useful than you'd think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Must read verbatim. <laughs> Listeners of my show... Have we got any feedback show... on that? Have they been like, you know the bit you have to read verbatim? Can you not say please read verbatim? They the haven't front? said for me not to do it. Okay, so that's good enough for me. Right. Listeners of my show... It says my show, basically. Wow. <laughs> so they're working with a lot of solo podcasters, it, it seems. seems. that way. Mm. Can, redeem their tw- uh, can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash weeklyplanet. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash Weekly Planet to redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you oh, to help come support on. the nah, show. Now let them know Meso sent you. Also, a lot of people have been doing that and they they tweet at us and they're like, "I got my my trial sets and it's good. It's, it's real good. I like them a lot. Mm. Got my dad onto them. Yeah, and he shaves. Yeah. All right, Mason. Okay, if we're talking eighties movies, yes. I, why don't we start with the Karate Kid? Okay. Uh, we can't include four because it goes well into the nineties and it also has Hillary Swank. But I would say The Karate Kid, it's a really solid film. I mean, it's just Rocky with karate. <laughs> now, are you factoring <laughs> but, in... What I, I feel we should factor in, does this movie still hold up as a movie, like with all of these, or just as an 80s movie? You know, the, there's an okay, 80s yeah. movie vibe, yeah, and right. there's a certain simplicity to, to a like lot a of 80s movies. Like A Breakfast Club, or is that, that Transcends, would you say? Yeah, I think it might do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know how eighties movies they 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 have this they're really broad strokes. Yeah, and right. they kind of they're like we've got to save the rec center or whatever, and it's just like well, why don't you talk to your parents and get a loan, whatever? Like you know, it's a good point. Is there's no? It's just because they don't work at the country club or they don't they're not members. Of the country club, don't you remember? That's a really good point, actually. Yeah. It's the country club kids. But what I'm saying is they're, they, they, these movies work in a lot of broad strokes. I don't know if it's a product of the era or the product of the genre or whatever, but they, they're, they're quite simple. And I think maybe action movies have added a layer of depth now that we yeah, have, right. they didn't have then. So I guess my question is, does this still hold up as a movie or just an 80s movie? I feel it holds up as a movie, mm-hmm. especially the first one, probably, probably not the sequels, because... The core relationship between Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. is really good. And there's that great scene of Pat uh, Morita, who's, you know, he's talking about how his wife dies and whatever, mm-hmm. and, he's, and he's drunk and he's whatever, and they fix the car together. And uh-huh. There's a whole lot of stuff with just those two, and yes. that's the reason this movie works mm-hmm. for me is it the as a film. Yeah, the karate's fine, I guess. <laughs> I mean, how many kids went and saw this movie, do you think, in the 80s and then went and signed up for karate lessons? Oh, all lessons? of them. Every, one Every of them. child in, in the world. Yeah, mm. that's it. And then they did it for two weeks. And went. And mm. then they're like, mm, there's a lot of rolling on the ground and a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of kicking people in the face. When do I get uh, my gi? I probably won't go anymore, but then they had to pay out the rest of the year. That's right. And their parents were mad at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say this doesn't factor into... Look, I think I think you're right in the sense that the the relationship between Miyagi and Daniel is good. Do we know what his first name is, Miyagi? Mister. Mister. Okay, cool. Great. Good stuff. I can look that up. I think that's good, but I think karate wise, yeah, just action wise, no good. No, but that's a a function of you know uh, that that is a function of the era and a function of 
how you know cinematography techniques in Western cinema at the time. Yeah, this, this is how you're going to do. This is how you're going to play out karate. Whereas I think you know if, even like Chinese or Hong Kong cinema at the time, we're seeing we're seeing some wild stuff in karate. But that's not that hasn't been brought over to the West yet. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. fair point. I mean, I guess there was the in the seventies, but they're not they weren't mainstream. No, no films. That was it was still very much cult stuff. And you, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with you, Mason. Mm. I can't find his first but I, yeah, name. Yeah, and I, I also think no, that's all right. I think that <laughs> I'll like find it. yeah, no, I think that like the 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 Hollywood machine is was very much set in its ways. Yes, back then, and so they would be like, well, that's not the techniques we use. We're going to use this stuff. We're going to use some. We're going to use that that one shot. We're going to use we're going to use a lot of cutaways to make this kung fu karate happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whereas now, if they if they if they were going to do another Karate Kid movie, it'd be well, it looks it'd like be MMA all the way, but also yeah. it'd be. Well, if you watch the the newer one, the Jaden Smith one, mm-hmm. he he looks like he's trained. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they really went. His name's Noriyuki Pat Morita. Right, but that's the actor's name. What's Mr. Miyagi's name? No, that's what he's called. It says as Noriyuki Pat Morita, even though his name is Miyagi. Huh. All right. I don't know. That doesn't make any no, sense. No, that makes heaps of sense. I don't sense. know what they've done here. Ah. Uh, so that. okay. Well, then I guess that my question is mm. going back to Cobra Kai. Yeah. How's the karate look in Cobra Kai? It's still pretty flat. Okay, right. Yeah, but it's not terrible. Yeah, sure. It's okay. it's it's fine. Do you think that's a budget issue, or do you think that's a uh, we want to make it look like it? it was I think 80s? it's probably an uh, element of both. Yeah, right. Yeah, but there's but there is some good stuff in it. There's there's a there's a there's at the start when the the bully from the original Karate Kid, camera Johnny, mm-hmm. beats up some teenagers. There's moments in it in that where it's like, oh, this guy can kick. Right. Like, yeah, because he's a but, real yeah. martial artist. Yeah. But then there's other moments where you're like, oh. And even oh, he if, can't kick. No, and even if you look at bits like... But then you're like, oh, we can kick. If, from the bits... Oh, but now we can't kick. You go back and watch Pat Morita beat up those skeleton teenagers. Yes. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. That dude would be beaten to death. Yeah, right. There's no, he's, no, he's so slow and they're all just flipping around. That's and, what know, I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's I feel like it, where you go, oh, this is good for a movie in the 80s. Yeah. But if you, if you watch it now, you're like, why wouldn't anyone... Why? Why is there this seeming? Why is this element of magic to this character where yeah. he can beat up all these teens? Yeah. Where and and where in reality they just kill him? Yeah. It's plot contrivance. Yeah. It's just they went. Oh, yeah, just have him beat him up. Yeah. It's like four feet tall. Mm. We can't really talk about just the Karate Kid. We need to. No, I've got a, a, it's an all Karate Kid episode. Interesting fact though. At the start of Karate Kid Two, it ends just after the first one where they're in the car park and. Mm-hmm. The boss of the Cobra Kai's like beating up Johnny. Yeah, yeah. That was shot for the end of the first Karate Kid, and oh. they tacked it onto the. And then a scene after that, the uh, Daniel Larusso's like, "Oh, that girl, she dumped me." And then they go to yeah, Japan right, or right. whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But anyway, what do you, where do you want to go from here? Oh. There's so many. There's so many. Um, look, a perennial favorite for me, and one that does I feel hold Robocop. You uh, say Robocop? I was gonna say Die Hard. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, why? But I mean, Robocop is. Just, I think no. Robocop is still good for for a I movie, think so. I suppose. Ninety seven, but Die, but Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard is the was the first movie. As de, de, I don't think it was the first movie. No, I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to my guns. It was the first movie. <laughs> it was. Do you remember Die Hard, where the train was coming out at the, all the viewers, oh, yeah, and everybody and ran away. Like, ah, oh, they they don't. You know that one. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's yeah. Die Hard, isn't that's it? That's Die Hard. It's yeah, exactly that's right. Yeah. But it's the it was the it was the first movie I think of that era where the hero wasn't 
an indestructible mountain yeah. of a man. I guess Rambo could say that, but he was still trained. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But like the but the, the rise of the the indestructible uh Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger, yeah. Lundgren, Chuck Norris yeah. where they're the, the the biggest man in the world and they're perfect and indestructible yeah. and everything's just a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Whereas with Bruce Willis as McLean, we have a man who is so he's got vulnerable. no shoes. No, he never <laughs> and has it's any terrifying sh- yeah. because he's got no shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As a as a as a grown up with a child, I imagine you can relate to that because there's probably Lego just sitting around on the ground. Man, I've stepped on so much, and Claire puts all their stuff at the foot of the bed sometimes, oh, yeah. and I have to walk around to go to the bathroom, which I have to do in the night because I'm over twenty one. Yeah, between twenty one and twenty five. Twenty five or, or a different age. Or a different age. Yeah. <laughs> and I always trip over all that shit. Mm. Drives me crazy. But. Uh, enough about my personal grievances with my wife. Mason. Oh, sure, and child. Yep. But this, but that's what this movie has lost. These movies have lost. This is why they shouldn't make these anymore because Bruce Willis's fundamental understanding of what makes that character good is, is gone wrong. now. <laughs> he yeah, doesn't get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Die Hard Four is fine, but he's completely, mostly indestructible in that one. Five, yeah. I couldn't get through. Yeah, he's. He thinks that the reason people go to these movies, it go to diehard movies particularly, is for Bruce Willis the man. Yeah. But we don't. We went to Diehard and we people love Diehard, especially the first Death one. Wish. <laughs> because people love John McClane, the put upon yeah. kind of depressed guy who's not having a great life. Thinning hair. And he's been put in a situation he has to fight his way out yeah. of. That's what people are related to. And the more you the the you get rid of get you get rid of his widow widow's peak yeah. and make him indestructible. He's not compelling anymore. No, exactly. They should bring him back. And they should, okay, you can't do widow's peak because he probably doesn't have a widow's peak anymore. Yeah, right. Grow out the horseshoe then. <laughs> just sure. give him the, give him a long horseshoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even long. Just make it a couple of inches yeah. inches long. Long horseshoe and then maybe like a weaker stubble. Yeah, absolutely. Would look great. Yeah, like like you said though, he's not super ripped. He's not. He's cunning. But he's not smarter than anybody else in particular. Yeah, right. He's just a survivor, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we better, better move on. But okay. Even though they're making a new one, but it's also a prequel or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Hard First Day of Camp. Yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. Do you want me to duck into, uh, duck into Twitter? Yes. It's from uh, Will, uh, Will Sliney. I hope I'm saying that right. Or it might be Sliney. It's he's an slimy. artist for... Ma- Is it? No. Okay. <laughs> it's probably Sliney. Uh, he's an artist for Marvel. He does Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, Spider-Man 2099, Superior Spider-Man. He's done a bunch of awesome stuff. But he's done this print. It's got a, lot, a bunch of 80s action heroes in it, uh, including Mr. T. One of them up front here, front left, is uh, Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. I don't think they stand up. Having not seen them, and maybe it's just the Mel Gibson thing. Maybe it's a saxophone. Maybe it's a saxophone. Maybe the first one's good, but they feel like the same movie. Like he's a he's a loose unit, and uh-huh. then he has he's reluctantly, you know, even though Danny Glover's like forty two, he's like I'm yeah, gonna right. retire or whatever. Uh-huh. And then someone in their family gets kidnapped, and then he has they have to rescue them, and then yeah, they right. shoot somebody international or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it, I think the. The, die, the Lethal Weapon series is very much of its time. Yes. And I think the arc of Riggs in particular, like I think if you, if you like that character 
as the movies go ahead, he he becomes you know he gets over the death of his yeah. wife, is it? And then he becomes a like he he readjusts and he reintegrates with society. Does he and... learn kung fu or something as he no, goes? It no, seems. no, 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 no. Uh, but he can kick more. He can do more. Well, yeah, we can all do more kicks, can't we? Yeah, I think one and two are maybe okay. Uh huh. Three's got a powerful mullet, but beyond yes, that, it's yeah. not a lot. And I, but I also think that in because we're like we're, people were so invested in the character. They became too shiny and clean, and yeah, right. too because he was just he was just drinking in his caravan and screaming at the moon in exactly, the first one. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. What he was doing, exactly, yeah. yeah. But but as they progressed, he be, they became like so. If you if you see the the most you know the the newer posters, they're so clean cut, yeah. and so fresh, and that mullet is it's got so much bounce to it, yeah. And then he loses it all together, mm. yeah. No, I I, I don't think. Uh, Maybe the maybe they're of their time, but I don't think they they probably don't hold up. I would say mm. another one on here though is uh, one of your faves, which I've never seen. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, uh, I think I've started to watch it once, and then I don't know. It didn't what grab happened? Me. I didn't. I don't Did know. You have a heart attack. I might or... have had a heart attack. Yeah. That's what about what that? From is, the excitement. Yeah. Is that is that eighties good or is that good good? Uh it's. I think it's good. Good. There's yeah. a. I mean, it is very much of its time, but it is also out of time insofar as it is so weird. Yeah. He's a truck driver who gets involved in weird ancient Chinese magic, and he goes on a bizarre adventure through Chinatown. But Chinatown is also connected to the underworld. Yeah. And he and he fights Raiden. Yes. And it's it's Raiden. Very, Raiden. No, it's just a guy who looks like Raiden. Cool. He fights. Is the, that where they took Raiden from? Yeah, basically. Right. He's the he's, he fights the three storms. Yeah, right. these guys who have like Halle Berry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the perfect storm, uh-huh. the big wave. That's right. Uh, but they have like the Melbourne Storm. The entire team, oh, there we the entire go. Can, rugby can team. he do a third? I one? did it. I did it. Did you? Halle Berry Storm. Yep. The perfect storm. Oh, the wave. Okay. Melbourne Storm. I thought you meant Halle Berry was the perfect storm. No, Mason. Okay, all right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. It's all right. Uh, but anyway, he fights all those dudes, and uh, but I also think the the character one hundred percent holds up because again, because a, a little bit like John McClane, he's just really mostly an average guy. Yeah. But he's a really confident he's a really he's a really confident loudmouth yeah. and i think the character definitely pushes that movie through there's a lot of love for this cuz like the some of the first responses jared hunt david green uh ormsbot all big trouble in little china yeah yeah and it's also a movie that i guess you don't see that this much anymore which is grown-ups getting involved with this sort of stuff in what sense what in the mean? in this in like in most movies, if you like, it's going to be an occult film about, and, and somebody's going to get thrown into a world of adventure. And, and oh, it's like a kid and, and it's always teens or whatever. Yeah. It's always beautiful teens getting thrown into maze runners or whatever. It's... Yeah, people are loving bloody. Yeah, they love this. Oh, James has said uh, on the Great Planet Broadcasting Great Mates group. Check it out. It's a great group. Jesus Christ Superstar. Does that count? Yeah, it counts probably as it's an eighties action. action movie, yeah, I think so. Is the action singing? That isn't there that bit where he jumps into two guns. Two guns? No. Didn't they invent two guns? Jesus Christ, superstar. Yeah. Two guns. I can't rule it out. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, Colton says Tron. Do you think that counts or is that more kind of sci-fi? That's a sci-fi. That's a sci-fi movie. Colton, what are you Thank you for your contribution, but you're absolutely wrong. (laughs) We're banning you from the group. (laughs) Mm. 80s action movie... Guns are blazing. Yeah. Okay, like if com- you can, if you can, if one of the main characters on the poster has like an Uzi under each arm, yeah, like Chuck Norris style, two guns, two guns, <laughs> two guns, like Jesus Christ Superstar. I think that the go-to 
Yes. Even though it's not necessarily a good movie, but it's it's an eighties action movie. We'll see. It's not a good movie, Commando. Yeah, that absolutely that is, epitomizes. He's, the 80s bit, he's just movies. carrying a big block of wood. He's carrying the eating big... ice cream with his daughter. And... Yeah, uh huh. Alyssa, a young Alyssa Milano. It's Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What year did Peter Quill get kidnapped? I just Good need to question. work this out. If you could, if you could work that out, but I'm going to talk about Commando at length while yeah, you look that do up. that because I need to work um, something out. Because yeah, that that movie, it's just. That movie's just filled with 80s plot contrivances. Yeah, right. Like, they... they. His daughter gets kidnapped. His name's John Matrix. Yes. He gets... he gets. They put him on a plane to, yep. to, to escort him to his death, but they don't kill him. Yes. They, uh, they... But they put him on the plane with a henchman, and while it's taking off, he breaks the guy's neck, and then he leaps out of the plane. Just a commercial airliner. <laughs> and he falls like a thousand feet. And he's fine because he lands in a swamp. And then he's just like, and there's it's there's never a question about it. Like he ne- he doesn't get banged up, he doesn't break a leg, and then he has to do the rest of the movie on a pair of broken legs. Yeah, he just rolls out. He just he just does a combat roll out of a plane that's taking off. He lands in a swamp, and then he's just like, well, time to get my daughter back. And he sets his watch, and he's like, okay, I gotta gotta bloody rescue her before this time and then he just goes to a he just goes to a sporting goods store yes and then he just opens the back and it's filled with machine guns and rocket launchers does he know someone there I have seen this no I think he just goes to a random store that's America man yeah man yeah Oh, man. Have you not seen Commander? I have seen it. I just haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. I just remember at the end, he just runs in and he takes no cover and he kills like 150 people. That is, yeah. Because yeah. you have to... You have to... You have to uh, enjoy the main character so much. Yeah. You have to be on board with the main character's personality that every single flaw in the in the movie, you just go, oh, it's fine. He'd be able to do that. Yeah. He's Arnold. And that, that it's sort of built on the back of him being Arnold. Yeah. And you love Arnold and you always want Arnold to triumph. And at the end, he uh, kills a slightly doughy man in a chainmail singlet. Bennett, <laughs> yes. who is a, a, an Australian actor whose name I cannot recall right now. Let off some steam. But and he's, and he's oh, that's right. At the start, he's feeding a deer with his daughter. Okay, she would be about the same age as Peter Quill, maybe a bit older. Okay. okay. So he, he probably knows her from like... Was she in a TV show? Was no, she, she in... knows it. Oh, maybe, but this was 85 and he was kidnapped in 88. Okay, well, that's fine. So he would have been eight when he was kidnapped. Right. Yeah, so this this makes sense. It lines up. It nicely. lines up. Okay. Yeah. This isn't another one of those Marvel Universe timeline continuity errors that have just ruined the, my enjoyment of these films. I don't think Commando's good. No. I would say if you're going to watch... It's probably his most iconic, but yes. I think, aside from probably The Terminator, the best Arnold action film in the 80s is Predator. Yes, absolutely. Predator is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like modern day great. Absolutely. Oh, you get no argument here. <laughs> okay. Were you expecting some pushback from that? I guess so. Huh. Yeah. What What about, why do you like Predator? It's It feels new. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. When when Like it seems like new ideas even when you watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why I also like Predator so much because it borrows so much from Predator. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's and it's dumb. It's dumb but also it 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 doesn't hold the audience's hand through a lot of it. Yeah. We just we get glimpses of the the predator 
and we learn what it's capable of. But there isn't a scientist on board who's just like, well, it must be using holographic camouflage no, devices. They kind of figure it out, yeah, but then none of them exactly. are scientists. Mm. Also, I think this would be a good one to show people if you don't know what this is, because it's not an alien film. And then it is. Yeah, all that's the true, yeah. Uh-huh. Or is it revealed at the start that there's an alien spaceship? Well, if it is, just don't show your yeah, friends that. Yeah, just skip that, that bit. Skip that bit. But mm. yeah, it's a, it's a whole other movie. And then it becomes mm. a whole other movie. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I'm a big fan, yeah. A few people said that. Gavin Ironside has said Predator. What about the Death Wish movies? It says Mr. Sunday. This is from Mr. Sunday Sleeping. I wish, mate. <laughs> uh, I've never seen them, Death Wish. Yeah, I've seen... They used to play them on, like, Channel 9. Yeah, right. Like, 8.30 on a Thursday or something like that. Or maybe... Yeah. You know what? I think they played them at 9.30 on a Thursday because okay. they were a bit much. Whoa. They were a bit much for a general audience. So yeah, they would play, enough, like, yeah. a game show and then they would play Death Wish at 9.30. Yeah, yeah. But I did not watch them. No, I, I, I'm sure I saw snippets, but... But he was just trying to clean up his community or something, Something wasn't like he? that, yeah. Drugs and gangs or whatever. Also, I think it's one of those movies where, like, old white men can be like, yeah, that could be me. I absolutely <laughs> think it is, yeah. I think I think as a societally, I think maybe the world has moved on from those movies. Because that was also the era of like gang violence was out of control and all that Allegedly. kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But that was the perception of it. Yeah, Actually, right. well, gang violence has decreased quite a lot. Like hmm. in the 90s, it took a dive for various reasons. Yeah, so I think this kind of lent into that yeah, in right. a big way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Aliens. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only alien movie in the 80s? Yes. Yeah. Because Alien was... 79. 79, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, this is as 80s as you can get. It's entertaining, but it's probably not a good movie. Or maybe it is. Tango and Cash. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So one's a button-down Wall Street cop yes, for some yep. reason, and that's which is Stallone. Stallone. Yep. And the other one is a... Just a gruff mullet, mullet guy with an idiot. No, an <laughs> idiot guy with a mullet, which is Kurt Russell. And they get, they're both excellent cops, but for different reasons. And they get wrongfully imprisoned for a murder. Then they have to work together to escape and clear their names. Uh-huh. And they're just trying to high five. And, and then they do at the end. And then they get their picture in the newspaper, high fiving at the end. After they beat everybody. Is that right? It feels more like a 90s movie. What? Because it's Kurt Russell? (laughs) I don't know. It just, it feels, I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe it is a 90s movie. Go ahead. I think it's 89. Okay. But uh, let's have a look. Yeah, it's 89. Yeah, so it's leaning into that though, I guess. Yeah. What about Bloodsport? Do you ever see that? Is that, is that Van Damme? Yeah, I've never seen it. All the Van Damme movies from that era blend together to me. Even Blood Universal Sport, Soldier. Cyborg, except for Universal Soldier. Yeah, right. And Time Cop. Well, that's which 90s. Is the 90s. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's the mullet, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Here's one. Iconic swashbuckler, cool hat. He's got a, got a cool chick on his side just screaming at him the entire time. Michael Douglas in Romancing the Stone. I oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. What do you think? There's a certain charm to those There movies, is. I remember seeing that as a kid being like, this should be nothing, <laughs> but it's, it's were fun. They a, were they, was there, it was a Romancing the Stone and there was a sequel as well. There was Jewel, uh, of Jewel of the Nile, yeah. Were they a deliberate response to Indiana Jones? I 100% think so. Uh-huh. Just like Quigley Down Under yeah, or whatever for sure. is a response. And do you think they have the charm of that? I think Michael Douglas carries that. Oh, it's, it's, and who's the woman in that? Turlington something, is it? I can't remember. I can't remember. But uh, Kathy Turning? Kathleen 
something? Kathleen Turner? No. Christy Turlington? No. Oh. Romancing the Stone cast. Kathleen Turner, sorry. It is Kathleen Turner. But no, I mean, Indiana Jones, all of those movies came out in the 80s. Sorry. All of the good ones, well, if you don't, unless you don't like Temple of Doom. But if you, if you don't, you're wrong because it's, <laughs> it's everything about that movie is just on point. He's making a face that suggests that everything about that movie is not on point. It's got good action. So, yeah, all right. It's got some good moments. It's, and it's non-stop, which I appreciate. It's very much non-stop. And he just has to rescue some hot rocks for a yeah. village uh-huh. or whatever. But those movies, I yes. think, are the best action movies from the 80s. Indiana Jones. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I know Predator's great, but oh, and you look at the consistency of those three films. Mm-hmm. They're all in that decade. Yep. I mean, Predator's good, uh-huh. but I think if... I mean, Indiana Jones also, it set trends and it raised the bar for action yeah. and, and like on-screen sco- on stunts and, and special it, and effects. It, and it and achieved and, what is very difficult to achieve now, which is like a period piece. Yeah. That is enjoyable. Yes. Or that, that works as an action movie. They tried to do it do- in The Rocketeer. And doesn't feel like... Just we're wedging this in. Yeah. The Mummy did it. The Mummy did it. Yeah, okay. Mm. The new one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Tom Cruise is the Mummy, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you think there should be a Romancing the Stone reboot? It's very difficult to Why? do anything. Well, it's very difficult to do anything that is like, we're exploring the outer reaches of the jungle or whatever now because yeah. it's all been you just done. look at it from Google. <laughs> you look at it on Google Maps, exactly. I can look at it on my phone right now. Yeah. I can spy on a tribe mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's, yeah, I think you could do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because how many of us have actually done that? I mean, I have because I've travelled. But how oh. many else of us have, dr- have oh, done that? Oh, are you saying don't, don't, put a, don't put a grizzled seasoned adventurer in the title role? Not necessarily. Put just an idiot. Yeah, an idiot or somebody who's, you know, you're John McClane it, but it's the jungle. Okay. But he's from Queens. Cop in the jungle. <laughs> Cop, in the, Cop ju- in the jungle. Well, what's the jungle book? Not the jungle book. Well, that is. The boy. What's bloody... um. Well, Welcome to the Jungle. jungle. It's that's that. a, that's I mean, a, it's a video game. That's, whatever, but. that's oh, do you mean Jumanji? Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you meant. I mean, Welcome, that's a good film. But Welcome to the. I was going to say not Welcome to the Jungle. The Rock. Welcome to the Jungle. But they both have the Rock in them. But the Rundown, <laughs> yeah. which is a movie from the early two thousands, I think. Yeah, two thousand three, maybe four. Is yeah. that that is a movie with. Uh, that the feels rock like romancing as, the stone. Yeah, as yeah. buttoned as a as, as, as the Rock as buttoned down and and. And um, by the book, as it's possible to be, yeah. Just it opens with him beating up a football team in a nightclub. Yes, it does. An and XFL it ends, team. And it ends with him shooting a gun out of Christopher Walken's hand. Oh, it is, but that, that's, no, no, best... that's only in the trailer. Yeah. Or is it? No, his reaction is only in the yeah, trailer. That's, that's the best movie of the eighties. A movie that came out. In <laughs> I agree. Yeah. But Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. How how are you how are you feeling currently about the the next Indiana Jones movie? Look, I didn't. Love Ready Player One. Uh, okay. But it's Indiana Jones, and I'm willing to... The same way that The Force Awakens kind of... I think it, it, it could be as good as The Force Awakens. Yeah, right. I don't think it's going to go beyond that. It's definitely not going to be the best one. It's probably not going to bring in a lot of new ideas. I'd be very surprised if he went out to the jungle and did any of this, or, you know, which... Or out to a, you know... I don't... I don't... You know, I think you could... It could be good, but I don't think it'd be better than The Force Awakens. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and I don't think it'll probably be that good. What do you think? I don't think it's going to be worse than the last one. No, absolutely not. I think, I think lessons have been learned. Yeah. Uh, and, there, yeah, there's no way it could be worse 
and they've taken. I think. I think if they again, if if they take pains to factor in that Indiana Jones is currently a very old man, yeah. and he shouldn't be able to do very old, very young man things. Yep. Which is again, that is that is a contrivance of the eighties of like. You know, it's a Mr. Miyagi. It's, well, why couldn't he beat up all these Nazis? Yeah. He's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because they, he's old and they'd all beat him up. He's 78. Like, he's got to be, he's got to be crafty and he's got to, he's got to. One think, step ahead. He's yeah. got to have a gun. <laughs> that's how he's yeah, got to right, stay. exactly, yes. That's how he's got to stay ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I know. Uh, okay, we're going to burn through a few more of these. What about Escape from New York? Or is it uh, LA? Of its time. Yeah, yeah there's, there's two. It's kind of boring. The first one, Escape from New York. Uh, it, look, after the thrills and chills of Big Trouble in Little China, it's not my favourite Kurt Russell movie or character, Snake Plissken. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say doesn't hold up. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Guess, yeah. What about the sequel? Even more doesn't hold up. Okay. It's a sequel enough. nobody wanted, for for sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. This is from Alex and the Great Mates group, uh, Alexander McGovern. Uh, the Running Man. We watched that together. Uh, and so it's a video. It's a, it's a it's a TV show where you put on. Did spandex. we watch that together? Yeah, yeah. Huh. At the movies? No, no, because we were we were younger than when we because we're between twenty one and twenty five or a different, different age currently. But, yeah. but no, we watched it at my place like ten. Oh years yeah, ago. yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, don't they pretend that he's dead because they put a CGI face on him for a? And if someone fights, a wrestler fights him. I don't remember it being particularly good, but it's yes. very eighties. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you do you want a Running Man? I would like no. a Running Man sequel. Why? Not a sequel, a, a reboot, a prequel. Because the 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 book that it's based on is quite different. Is quite different. The, yeah. The, the 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 concept of the show is a lot different. There's no colorful spandex American Gladiator style villains yeah. or, and heroes. Yeah. It's just people. Just regular people running from hunters in the streets of the, the of cities, and they can go anywhere in that around the world. Right, and, and that is that is the the it's it's less less of it's televised. It's more of like a it's more of like a game of like long distance chess. The purge, yeah, kind no, not no. really. Yeah, it's more it's more that uh, you sign up and. Uh, people try to hunt you down every day okay. and you have to send a I think you have to send a video of you have to record a videotape every day and send it into the Show station you're just alive. to prove you're, you're still alive okay and the the longer you, you if you last a hundred days you you live and you get a billion dollars or something that's pretty good yeah I know right what happens if you don't you die because oh. someone kills you what happens if you keep sending in like you pre-record your video oh a whole bunch um I don't know <laughs> Would you win I guess you found I mean you'd have to show up at the end wouldn't you to collect your prize Presumably, to get your billion dollars. Good point. Unless that's a trick and they mm. murder you. That well, I can't remember how it ends. So maybe that's how it ends. Yeah. Uh, got here from uh, Marty. Although Grievous. that being oh. said, did you watch? Did you watch series seven, The Contenders? No. That was very much more, much more in the style of this. This came out in like two thousand, and it was a, it was a, it was the, the premise of the movie was that there was a reality show called The Contenders. Whoa. And basically, yeah, I know. You think of the movie Ed TV. I am thinking of Ed TV. I love that movie. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He's a great actor now. And Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's yeah. just living life. Mm. The Series 7 of The Contenders was about a TV series called The Contenders. And basically, everybody in America is is on board, whether they want to or not. It's never really explained why. But basically, one day, you get a, you get a, a message, a letter, and it's like, you're in The Contenders. And then you have to kill all the other members. 
And if you survive... How do you know who's who? I think you get pictures okay. of the other guys. But... Uh, is it you, the future? Or is it just... It's, a, it's the very near future. But it's, it's like, quite... Like Dark Angel? <laughs> not that... No, it's like... It's pretty much like regular. Okay. Regular. And, and basically, if you survive three seasons... You get a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you survive three seasons, you get to you. You're done, and you you're the big winner. And we're up, and we're up to series seven. Yeah. And the the there's a woman on on who is this is her last season. If she survives, she she gets to live. Mm. And she's also pregnant. And she's oh. got a. It's it's a good movie. I don't okay. know if it still holds up. But we're not talking about it. Is we're it talking about movies contender? from the end. Series seven, the contenders. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty Grievous says Top Gun. You've never seen I've it? never seen Top Gun all the way through, but it's a movie that I've pieced yeah. together using context. And jokes and... There's a dance, me. which yep. I know from Hot Shots 2. Yep. There's a greasy volleyball game, <laughs> which, which you I know... know from memes and GIFs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know there's some uh, aerial dogfighting, which I know because the first episode of JAG uses clips from Top Gun. Does it really? In, in the first episode. As as their action sequences, it's literally, it's literally the same. It's like didn't they even flip like reverse it? Or I don't know, maybe, but I remember it's, it says the clips courtesy of Top Gun. That's so. right. Mm. Do they keep doing that? <laughs> they just use the entirety of Top. Gun. Oh yeah, it's like this is from Top Gun, and they yep. just have the volleyball. Scene. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. So people like this one, so we're putting this in. So what do you think of Top Gun? It's all right. I don't really remember it. I I tied that and Days of Thunder together. It's like Tom Cruise action movies that I don't give a shit about. Sure, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's getting a sequel, mm-hmm. which I, and I think you know what? I think it's a it's a good one for a sequel because they haven't done anything with it okay. since. I think there's been a few video games, uh-huh. like even more modern ones, not just that shit. One Who's in the, the sequel? Do we know any Tom details? Tom Cruise is going to come back yeah. as Goose or Maverick. Maverick or whatever the hell his name is. But is he going to be? Is he going to be the guy? I think or he's he going to be the, the trainer of I think the guy. Who's the guy? One of the guys from the MASH movie is like the Klinger. boss. Yeah, Klinger is the boss. Radar. <laughs> it's Radar and Klinger. Is yeah, his and, and Colonel Sherman Potter, they're in charge. But uh, no, uh, and and I guess he trains the new Top Guns, but it's also probably about like drones, I think, and AI. Okay. Like stealth. <laughs> like the oh, movie Oh, no, stealth. this sounds bad. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Daniel, this is an interesting one. Daniel Ritter said, uh, Rutter says the Dalton Bonds, which I've never seen. They're good. I've heard they're good. They're good, In particular, man. the first one. Is that right? They're big action set piece Bond. Yeah. Like the, the, these are the ones that kicked off because Bond, the Bond movies of varying quality as they are. Yeah. Uh, these are like pre-Daniel Craig style Bond films, Yes, they right? are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, there was, so it was, uh, it was... Dalton, then we got, for two movies, we got Pierce Brosnan for a whole bunch, and then we got Daniel Craig. Yeah. But prior to Dalton, we got a lot... We got we got fun stunts from time to time. Yeah. There's, a, there's a car corkscrewing off a bridge in the, in the Mount of the Dalton, where they put a slide whistle sound yeah. effect in. And but So there's some, there were some big stunts, but this put in, like, if you want a, a massive truck chase, you know, and, and huge explosions and just... This set the tone for gritty Bond. For gritty Bond, it was yeah. more. It was more comic, not comic book. It was more book based Bond, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So worth a watch, you reckon? I should go back and watch those. Yeah, you should watch them, yeah. Yeah, because I know he was Dalton, not Dalton. Brosnan was supposed to be this this Bond, mm-hmm. but he could, and he and Dalton was supposed to be. He got offered the the previous incarnation, but he was really young. Okay, right, and. 
so he didn't do it. Oh, I think he turned it down. Mm-hmm. And then Brosnan couldn't get out of Remington Steel. Uh-huh. And then they were going to get Dalton. Which is a, which is a uh, appliance store. Yes. He just couldn't find his way out of it <laughs> for a couple of years. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> but, uh... Is there anyone there? <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Remember that? I remember it. Yeah. And then Dalton didn't want to come back by the time like 95 rolled around. It was a new era and yeah, whatever, right. but uh, yeah. Uh, this is an interesting one. This is from uh, Ashley's on Twitter, Roadhouse. <laughs> Road- very 80s. Very, very 80s in so far as... Very homoerotic. And it's and it's 80s because it's got this... It, we, we It exists in a world where bouncers are famous. Like, They're like, known for their great deeds. He's, he's so fa- He's the most famous bouncer in America, this guy. He's yeah. a celebrity bouncer. And you have to buy into that premise for more or less all of that movie to work. Yeah. And at the end, he rips a man's throat out. Oh, yeah. So that's good. Mm. I mean, Star Wars. People have said Star Yeah. It's more sci-fi. But sci-fi, so, yeah. And mm-hmm. same people have said, like, Back to the Future. Uh, Mad Max 2 and 3. It's from Daniel Schilling. But he says Mad Max 2. That's a solid film, man. That's the second best Mad Max film. To the, yeah, it is, yeah. to the new one, mm-hmm. which is really, really good. Yeah. What else we got here, Mason? What else is bloody going on? Do you know? Um, 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 um. I got a list here. I can okay, get some other ones. Uh, Rocky. I mean, they're not all in the 80s. Does but... that count as an action movie because it doesn't have any guns in it? Do you, you need can have gun? an action movie without guns. Give me an example that isn't wrong. I mean, Karate Kid, <laughs> which we started with. And <laughs> yeah, fair we've spoken about I didn't length. have one, so I'm glad you shot down your own argument Yeah, thank there. you. That's a relief. Uh, Conan. Uh, there you go. Conan doesn't have any guns in it. That's fantasy. Okay, yeah. fine. What about missing... And, and Rocky is obviously boxing fantasy. <laughs> yeah. As if he'd win ever. <laughs> he just lets himself get hit in yeah. the head. Yeah. Yeah. But three and four in particular... Uh-huh. Two is mostly the same as one, except he wins. I don't even know if I've seen it. But three and four are the most 80s movies you've ever seen in your life. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Mm. In a good way. Mm. They really stand out for being of that time. Uh, Have you seen Missing in Action? I don't know any any of the Chuck Norris films. I was never a Chuck Norris guy. Me neither. And I don't, I just, you know what? I don't like, he's got a vibe I don't like. Yeah, me too. An attitude I don't like. I agree. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I really know Chuck Norris from is... Walker, Texas Ranger. No, not that shit. But he turns Which up Which is in... profoundly bad. I don't know if you've ever watched one. I haven't. But okay. it's always a lesson. But I've seen the clip where Hayley Joel Osment tells everybody he has AIDS. And then Keyboy Cat starts. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. But I, I um, sidekicks. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Brandon... Ralph? No, it's the Lee. guy. He was in SeaQuest. Oh, yeah. He died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he committed suicide. Yes. And he's in the second Never Ending Story. But it's he's got asthma and he's at school, but he loves Chuck Norris and action movies and he imagines Chuck Norris to help him when uh-huh. he's like in times of need and he, it's kinda of like the karate kid, it's not very good. But anyway, uh what about forty eight hours? I was just thinking about that one actually. I've yeah. never seen either of the forty eight hours. I would who see the, I think the the because it's uh Eddie Murphy and yep. Nick either Nolte. Nick. I was going to say either Nick Nolte or Gary Busey. No, it's Nick Nolte. Okay, uh, and we should quickly mention Point Break. Yes, we know. But I don't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've sorry. only ever seen Point Break once, and it was at a live event. Oh, yeah. So I don't a live a live re re reading. Yeah, li- a live reading. Yeah, <laughs> I was the dog that was thrown at Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I portrayed him. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Forty-eight. So yeah. it's it's Eddie Murphy, and Nick Nolte, and Eddie Murphy's a, a criminal, and he's got the he's got the the insider street knowledge. To, he's streetwise, and and so they have to team up. So he's out of jail for forty-eight hours yeah. in order to solve this crime. And I think 
they're uh, I think they're good for the eighties. Yeah. And are they both from the eighties? They'd have to be, right? Almost, almost certainly. I can just double check. If that, you yeah. could, yeah. Right, well, then we got to talk Beverly Hills Cop. Then yes. Uh, well, what I was going to say, and speaking of Beverly Hills Cop, uh, speaking of Eddie Murphy in general, if you're going to reboot... another Forty Eight Hours is nineteen ninety. Oh wow! But, what a, yeah. what a, I thought wow. it was on the cusp. But so anyway, he's so... stewed in jail for like eight more years. I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the key there, if you're going to do a Forty Eight Hours reboot, yeah, is zombies. Zombies certainly, but also who do you the the cast is key. Yes, you're exactly right. Because you need you need streetwise guy who's not annoying. Yep. And you need by the book annoyed veteran cop. Yes. Who isn't killing all the fun and he's and is a good straight man, I yeah. think. And so I think they'd give us like a few years ago they would have given us Chris Tucker and Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> I don't know. There was that Money Talks one we've talked about with him and Charlie Sheen. That's right. They could just do that. Yeah. I mean, they won't do that. I don't know who you'd go with now. And it's tough to say because it's also... This is, I feel, the kind of movie where they would get two people who have been... Good in other things? Yeah, so they're like, they're, they're rising, like they're, they're, they're at the top of their game. Yeah. But also at this point, you are annoyed by them. Yeah, right. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, I get you. Like, yeah. mate, what if they got like Seth Rogen and Gary Busey? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, Seth Rogen and as the, as the laid back ex-con and then you get like... Kamel Nanjiani. Oh yeah, that would work. Okay. Yeah, see, that. yeah but I, like, I feel like, at that point, you you're like, oh, okay, the, the, the shtick. By the time you've got, by the time you found two people that they think would work for the, the, their shticks worn thin. Yeah, does that make any sense? I get you. Yeah. Mm. Well, the funny because the funny thing about this was, and I didn't realize it, that this movie came out a year before Beverly Hills Cop. Huh. So this was as Eddie Murphy was coming up. Yeah, right. As an action star in particular, because before this he wasn't really known for. No, that's true. I mean, maybe he did The Golden Child, but I don't think so. I think that was after. <laughs> yeah. I. Only really remember Beverly Hills Cop three. It's the one I've seen the most. The for one some set reason. in an amusement park. Yeah, uh, but they're good, aren't they? Yeah, eighties good. good yeah, and three okay. is not good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronson uh, Pinchot is in. Yes, he is. Yeah, one and three. Apparently, by the time three rolled around, like Eddie Murphy was feeling quite down about himself because you know he was the biggest star in the world and he he wouldn't film his scenes and with uh, like he wouldn't stand to the opposite scenes. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, the, so he'd just uh, get yeah. a stand in and whatever and. Okay. By you know, because by the nineties, and then he did Metro and Doctor Doolittle and whatever that he did on from. Uh-huh. But he was like the biggest star oh, remember, in yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't remember because you're between twenty one and twenty five. That's right. Vague memories. Yeah, my my granddad told me about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What else we got? Red Heat. I haven't seen it. Ah, uh, that's that's eighties good, but not okay. actually good. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, most of the ones I've got here, so I've just uh, I've already been said, but I'm happy to have a bloody oh no, the dogs here, Mason, mm. causing a bloody bloody ruckus. Okay, it's any Arnold movie from Demetrius. Uh oh, that's true. What about Over the Top? <laughs> that's an '80s movie. Is that the is that the uh, that is the arm wrestling movie? That's right? the arm wrestling. Is movie. Stallone in that? Yes, I haven't seen it. It also says uh, Cobra. 
I don't remember Cobra being good. I remember the TV series in the 90s. Cobra is another of those movies that they would have put at 9th. That's a 9.30 movie because that is... That is adults only. It's big time That's rated AO, only. my friend. Yeah, that's exactly Hey, dog, it. Can, you, can you smell weird meat in here? Yeah, she definitely can. She doesn't know what's going on. Mm. Yeah. This might be a good one to end on. I'm it's ready. not the only... That we've obviously missed some, but a bunch no, of... No, we've, we've, we've mentioned every 80s action Okay, movie. good. Martin McPhee says Batman 89. And I think that one's interesting because it caps off the 80s and it kicks off something else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so mm. I think that's kind and of... And it a... is 80s good and also actually good. No, it's not actually good. <laughs> it's not a good film. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry I to say. I think you were taking your negative connotations associated with Batman Returns and the fact that you could never beat the Batman Returns game No, I links. did beat it. If anything, and, I have positive and things then, to say about it. And then you it. put that back on Batman 89, which objectively is a very good film. What about Red Sonja? No, fantasy? fantasy. Okay. Let's, let's finish with Batman 89. Okay, it's the a good one. The best movie of that era. Yeah. So, But look, if you've got any ideas for ones that you've uh, that it's your favourite, please. Okay, but we have to pick it. a top three. What would you say? Well, Mason, I thought because we're going to do a video this uh, this Thursday on, oh, yeah. on the YouTube channel, maybe we'll, we'll record a little bit after this. Okay. And that can go. There, we Stay can talk tuned, about top everyone. So yeah, uh, hang about for that. So that'll be up on uh, YouTube channel this Thursday for more swing nice. by bonus content Ooh. and Patreon maybe a little bit earlier, depending if Matt it. gets it finished in time. I love Matt. It. I'll, Matt, come on, Matt, come on, mate. <laughs> Jesus. No, he's good. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. All right, uh, that'll do it. Let's go to the next segment, and you know what that is? It's what we're reading. It's what we're gonna read. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? I'm going to watch Cobra Kai. You've convinced me. Yeah, you should. I'm at least going to give it two episodes. Yeah, it's free. Do you feel like it's a kind of show where if you're not on board within two episodes, you probably shouldn't watch the rest? Or do you think the first two episodes are so good? I think they, I think it just washes over you. Okay. In a good way. If you haven't seen any... Everything's crap. so grim. Everything's just teens <laughs> killing themselves. Yeah, that's right. And like people se- being murdered and raped and getting their heads cut There's off. There's another season of that that show about the girl who kills herself and leaves the message. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not a terrible show by any stretch. Okay, right. But, uh... But yeah, there's a lot of that, and it's just a. Not, I'm not. I watch a lot of that, and the, uh-huh. the, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But it's nice to be like, this is just a fun throwback, yep. kind of thing. Because as a counter to that, I'm also watching The Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale, sure. which is so grim. So it's nice having that balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you haven't seen a Karate Kid movie, can you still watch Cobra Kai? Yeah, because they, it starts at the end of the first one. And, right, okay. And Claire's like, none of the women characters in this are any good. They're just there to like be asked on dates and whatever and get cyberbullied. Uh-huh, <laughs> sure, like, yeah, yeah right. that's true. Uh-huh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, so bear that in mind. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I also have to catch up on... I'm still not on to Legion yet, season two. Oh, yeah, I'm behind on that as well. And yeah. uh, a third thing... Batman like, Ninja? Uh, Oh yeah, Batman apparently, Ninja's apparently out. Very good. Okay, right. Yeah. And also, apparently, this week on Agents of Shield, they've brought in one of the dumbest uh, supervillains. Oh yeah, Marvel What's, which has. one is it? Bloody, it's Gravitron. Yeah, and it's or Graviton. What's his name remember. from Heroes or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's Nathan Petrelli from Heroes. Yeah, his real name I don't know. He was also from that X Files knockoff or whatever. Remember that one? Oh, um... The Extraordinary. How do we find aliens? One of them. Roswell. It's not Roswell. You know, one of them. Yeah, I know. I know all the ones you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then should we do letters? Yeah, let's do letters. Or should we do Brettas? So the classic one was... Letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. I know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. I noticed you winced. I was doing keyboard cat. 
Oh, I see. Okay, that makes more sense. Makes a lot more sense. We now, should start actually. filming this. People can see all the great visual gags I'm doing. Well, I'm like this saying... one. Like this one. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. That is good stuff. That is 90% of James's recorded output is, is video. You miss much. a lot. It's so good. For people who don't know, I just did the OK symbol. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, for people who don't know, I mean... Everybody other than Mason. Mm, I saw it. Yeah, you saw it. I wasn't even really paying attention. Dog, are you okay? You want to go out? All right, I'll let her out. Anyway, you let her out? Who let the dog out? Mason did. Mason did. He's doing it now. I can say that joke that we do when before the show. Hey, Mason, clothes the door. (laughs) It's something that's become a thing. Whenever we want to close the door, we say clothes. I don't know what it stems from. I don't think it's funny, but we say it every (laughs) time. We'll never stop doing it. (laughs) Okay. If you want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter mm-hmm. or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com to shoot the word email to the email inbox where Mason is looking at it right now. Oh, I'm not though, but I will. Oh, I bet I'll read out a tweet then okay, while you're I'm doing ready. that. Uh, okay. So this is from Dexter on Twitter. Ooh. Hashtag weeklyplanetpod. Does the fact that the doc- uh, Doctor Strange's magic can be taught to anybody without with discipline and training, uh, does it add or take away from the character? It's a reverse Amazing Spider-Man. So you get that sense that like... If you go to this monastery, you can be Benjamin Bratt and fix mm-hmm. your back and then yes. go and play basketball. And that's cool. Uh-huh. That's obviously a prequel to Catwoman. Yeah, where yeah, he also sure. plays basketball. Yes. In a, in I a think it movie. adds to it, but I think it's because it's, it's, not, it's not anyone can do it. It's people who have the drive and really want it. Yeah. And I'd also I'd put it in the same camp as, say, like Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Anybody, I guess, could go and train with the League of Shadows, but Batman's the best at it. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Is that, so would you say it's along those lines? I would. Do you think he does have a natural affinity for it as well? Because he seems to. Or do you think it's his thirst for knowledge which kind of tips him over? I would much prefer it if it was the latter. Yeah. If they were like, well, you can do it because you're naturally the best at it. I don't... Mm. That's a bit Harry Potter, isn't it? Does it, there's, like some, it. there's some other... Isn't there some other superheroes that just know a couple of spells? They're like, yeah, Strange just taught me this one thing. I think thing. so, yeah. I can't yeah, think yeah. of an example. No. But I'm, I'm fairly certain that's happened. Like maybe like the Punisher's bust one out. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, might, that's, that seems wrong. It seems very wrong, but, but that would be great if it yeah, were Yeah, that's right. what I mean. It's somebody I remember seeing it mm. that, and met, thinking, oh, that's interesting. Because he would probably. He'd be like, hey, check this out. You can do this if you're ever in a bind. Mm. Just step into the astral plane yeah. or whatever. And yeah. I think, you know, you could say that... You could say that a lot of you know people went to the people went to this monastery for spiritual enlightenment, and the and the ancient one or or Mordo or something could see whether they were had the potential to. Hi, buddy. Hey, hey mate. How are you? Um, the <laughs> you could see, they would see if a person who went to the monastery had the potential to be a you know a, a sorcerer yeah. or just becomes actually becomes spiritually enlightened. Yeah, right. And maybe that is the magic for them is that they just they open a portal to the self their self awareness or what have you. Oh, I'd but, love but that. For, and for some people, and maybe there are people out there who are like, I went to this place for uh, for enlightenment, but also I can open any bottle cap I want. Not a bovril, obviously. No, not a bovril. Certainly Do not. But just they that's their they they have one trick. Yeah, right. They yeah. can they can pop open a. They or can pop open a screw back. top with their eye. Oh, imagine you that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But wasn't it in Doctor Strange, the movie, the Ancient One knew he was coming? I think that's in the comics I as think well. so, yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't think that means that he was destined necessarily. It's still, it's his drive that kind of pushed him over the edge, wasn't it? Because he's better than Wong 
all of a sudden. Yeah, for sure, right. I also yeah. like from the Avengers, the last Avengers movie, and this isn't a spoiler, he's still, like, he's much better, but he's still got a lot, a long way to go. Yeah, right, yeah. for sure. All right, got another tweet here, or do you want to do yours, Mason? Um... Training for a monastery. Is that yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Is that your fifth? It's think? another very ominous banging on the That's, door. Wow. <laughs> He's learned from the best. Your wife. The cop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you going to say? This is from Jesse Newell. I'm ready. Hey guys. So last week, my local cinema got in trouble for playing the trailer for Hereditary, a horror film. Oh, that. Uh... What's her name? The Australian one. Muriel's yes, in it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Muriel's in it. Before a screening of Peter Rabbit. I think that went around yeah, the internet. Yeah. Uh, that, that happened. Uh, question for James. As a father, what are your thoughts on film classification? Should they be harsher or more lenient? Like, but in Australia, the Alien and the Avengers are both rated M, but only one of those is suitable for children. The Alien? You know Alien? Like the original Alien. Was that, was I M, think if that went to cinemas now, it wouldn't be... What do you think it'll be, picture. MA? It'll be an MA or an R. Or an R, right. Mate, just for that one scene alone. Yeah, right. Uh, if it was more CGI blood or black blood, maybe yeah, right, they'd get uh-huh. around it. But mm-hmm. No, I think that's just a byproduct of being rated early on when the rating systems was kind of in place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm okay with the rating system, but I think the biggest thing for... If I had to choose lenient or or less lenient, uh-huh. I, I, think, I, I think it's okay where it is, uh-huh. but I think... Parents need to cater to what their kid can handle. For sure, right. That's, okay. that's where it needs to go. Uh-huh. You know, if, if, you, if you take your kid to something, you need to be aware of what it is. Either see it before or know exactly what's going to happen right. in that film. So it shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be just, oh, look, it says it's PG, so let's yeah. take them. Mm. You're right. I think you're right. Because I think yep. one of the is the new alien no the new aliens films aren't PG are they no they're gonna be they're PG thirteen but yeah mm. but like there's stuff in like a four year old shouldn't see I don't know the Force Awakens because one of the main characters gets skewered you know what I mean but maybe oh. some four year olds would be okay with that you know what I mean? so mm-hmm. it's really just down to I think it's really down to the individual yeah but I I, I haven't really come across that as of yet mm-hmm. because my kids like below the age of having to make that decision mm. but yeah. But I think but he, he knows, you know, does he know who the Avengers are? Not really. All the stuff that he does know. Oh, you know he does. He knows like Captain America and that, but all the stuff is from stuff people give him. Like, yeah, that's he, how knows he, know. he knows about Batman because people give him Batman stuff. Batman stuff, but yeah. And I yeah. furiously throw it in the bin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a spirit. No, not true. This is from Alex. Yeah. Uh, Bovril etiquette. Okay. Uh, okay, here's it? what you want to do. Don't drink it. Ah, where were you, Alex? Yeah, thanks, An mate. An hour and a half ago, whenever we good started Good slice this. of toast, some butter, and lather it up with a good serving of Bob. That seems right. Yeah, right? Then you go to town on that bad boy. That's what it says here. Gross. Or decide it's disgusting. I think that's probably what's going to happen, to be no, honest. No, I think I could do it. All right. Do you mm. want me to leave you some on a serviette? No, I can't eat it. Bring it back in six weeks. I'll bring it back in six weeks. I can eat normal food again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got here? Okay, so th- I'm reluctant to open this up, but I think it might be an interesting idea for an episode. But there needs to be stipulations because we get a lot of this stuff. I- Did I run this by you? And I'll find out. It's from Grayson Street, uh-huh. big supporter of the show, which Great. we appreciate uh, on Twitter, hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod. I'd love to hear a fan theory themed episode sometime. Tell Mason to read my Martian theory on air or else. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I thought a good way to do this might be. Yes. We get a lot of fan theories. We get a lot of them emailed, That's true, as you know, and some of them could be quite lengthy. Some of them aren't. So maybe next week, if we don't have, if nothing else comes out, comes out, 
I don't think there's any, because I thought it was Deadpool this week, but it's but not. It's not. It's the following week. Uh, we could do a fan theories episode. People either send an email to hash to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. One sentence fan theory if or a could. tweet. Yes. Not a, not a screenshot of a, of a notepad. Yes. One tweet. Yep. And if you can keep it below 240 characters, if you can make it 140, even better. But even just like Batman's in the James Bond universe or whatever. Not that, but something. And yeah. What if he was though? But okay, that's not a good example because you need to also work in how it makes sense. Yeah, I right. Guess. Okay. Yeah, right. or how it could make sense. All right. So we think of that. I yeah. love fan theories, so as fan you know. Theories. Yeah, so All right, let's do a fan theory episode. So, and we'll, we'll judge them as whatever we'll judge them we'll be prepared we'll for judge judgment them. we'll just mm-hmm. bloody judge them yeah but i think uh that would be a cool thing to do i'd like think? that yeah. yeah let's do it so we'll do that next week is that the show i think so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right what do you got oh uh let's see uh let's see if you want to say hi to us well first of all thanks for listening everybody yeah man thanks for uh thanks for uh, voting for us in mm. uh, the we've got an award it's right here it's on the couch yeah. look at it I'll take a photo of it. I'll put it on the gram. Please do. But uh, thanks everyone for listening and supporting us for all these years. Yep. This is the last episode. It is. Now it's just fan theories all week. All day, baby. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash Movies. We're going to try and do a Deadpool commentary this week? Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you want to go to, uh, let's see. Bandcamp, where that is. Bandcamp. You can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail and Facebook. And Twitter and Bandcamp. I'm yep. at, at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. We have some t-shirts on TeePublic. Yep. We have a Planet Broadcasting Great Mates group on Facebook. Speaking of, Levens is doing the Q&A this week. Ooh. On Friday, I believe. But there'll Very be nice. posts about, from the HeyFam podcast, which people Very should check cool. out. Uh, let's see. Um... You can go to planetbroadcasting.com, sign mm-hmm. up for our newsletter. Thank you for the great William Raw Collings. That's Correct. That's not his name. <laughs> no, it is. It's Robin Anton Williams Collings. Is Anton it? is the one that I made up. That's great. Yeah, yeah he's a great bloke. Follow yeah. him at Raw Collings and The Weekly Planet on Twitter. Yep. Um, and that's the lot. That's I everything. I think that's a lot. We've also got our charity campaign is oh, going shit. strong. I meant to bring make that up up top. Yeah, it's too late. All right. Okay. We'll make sure we're doing that to five grand. I think we're at five grand. Yeah. There's I a bunch of free great. stuff you can get from it. Uh, free podcast content. Uh, we're trying to raise as much money as we can for Care Australia to help women in need so all around the world, all not around just the in Australia. Oh, it's everywhere. So and it's about yeah, building up you, communities. You can and, get some yeah. great stuff. Not least of which is. A great feeling in your heart. Correct. Yeah. yeah, so any amount of money will access all of that. And you get to ask a question for a Q&A, which we're going to be doing. Nice. Um, when on the tail end of this. That's the show. That is yeah. the show. All right. Yeah. When we'll see you another time. Is that how we're ending this now? Yep. Can I still do the thing that I say? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Grab that gem, you guys. We will see you next week. We'll see you another time. <laughs> That's your best catchphrase yet. Thank you. Mm. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.